0: salutations welcome to pod mortem i'm travis hunter joined as always by my co-host my sister and my brother-in-law
1: hi i'm renee hunter vasquez
2: hi i'm john paul vasquez
0: this week we're broadcasting live from the stonefish bar discussing the 1999 j-horror film audition this film was directed by takashi miike off a script from daisuke tengan based on the novel of the same name by ryu murakami Combining elements of drama, romance, and extremely unsettling horror, Audition shocked and satisfied global audiences upon its release, garnering numerous festival awards and accolades. Its influence can be felt in various horror films in the years since its release, and it is now widely regarded as a modern horror classic. This film was suggested to us by friends of the show, Christina Rice and Kristen Lofton. This film was also the winner of our June Patreon poll, so thank you to all of our patrons who participated and voted. If you'd like to help us decide an episode, join us over on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepodmortem. So, audition. What were your first impressions on the film?
1: Big surprise, but I don't remember the first time I watched (laughs) it. I do do know that I've seen it several, several times, though. Mm -hmm. And it became one of those movies where if I had a friend, I'd be like, you gotta fucking, I need to know (laughs) how you feel about this. It was like a what like a litmus, test, yeah, litmus film test for me yeah but i loved it since the first time i watched it and i feel like seeing it now like in the lens of reviewing Ooh. it or whatever it's kind of different to me and i'll i guess touch on it a little bit john paul Ooh. made a comment while he was watching <laughs> it and it it uh i can't get it out of my head okay. so we're gonna have to unpack it later but
0: is it film breaking it could. well shit
1: and maybe maybe i'm dumb and this is something that everybody's thought this whole time and i'm just behind because it would not be the first time (laughs) but um i yeah we're gonna have to talk about it and i want to know everybody's thoughts on it one way or the other but i can't wait to answer the question i really love this movie i loved it the first time i saw it and i still love it
2: now uh i also don't remember. <laughs> but I I know I have seen it like your sister said a few times and uh it did as well for me watching it again I was like man this just feels a little different and it, it like I do like the movie. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I feel it's more it's more for me like the rewatchability, you know, cuz it's good those first few times and then now you and know everything that's going to happen <laughs> and then it's just kind of like all right. Then you're just waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, and you're just kind of <laughs> waiting for it. So that did. I'm not gonna lie. That did hurt. Hurt it for me a little bit. But uh, I do enjoy the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, please, please yeah. watch it because mm-hmm. it is worth that. You know what I mean. Yeah. First couple of watches.
1: It's more of a um, slow burn. Yeah. Than I remembered it being. Now, I love a good slow burn, so that's not a that's not a negative for me. John Paul's making fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't bother me. I just didn't remember it starting so slowly.
0: I've seen a lot of people complain about that.
2: Really? I personally, okay.
0: I'll dig on a slow burn.
2: <laughs> so then I'm not the only one? No, no you're okay. not. Complaining about <laughs> it.
0: Personally, I think that it's one of the best versions or examples of a slow burn that I can think of. Mm-hmm. All right. Because once it takes that turn, you're like, what the No, you're just, you're
1: in for a ride. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The thing about that turn though, and obviously we'll get to it, but I feel like more than any time, me watching it this time, I see the groundwork that's being laid for that turn. Mm -hmm. And I had never seen that before because- No, yeah. Like- I, I really didn't... You know what? I think I'm joining you guys not at all remembering the first time I saw
2: <laughs> this movie. No, because you, but. you do when we first... I, I remember the first couple of times because I know we watched it together. You're like, holy shit. And, yeah, and you were like, oh, that's fucking... You know? Like, yeah. Damn. But then now, yeah, I'm like... dip did when? i watch this movie <laughs> we're I, all just like warging out yeah, and, like, I,
0: <laughs> I the thing is i do clearly remember watching and loving it yeah yeah and personally i still love this movie oh, a lot oh, Yeah. and i think that you know the funny thing to me is that the first time i watched this movie there's a, <laughs> there is a music video from my chemical romance yeah <laughs> Honey, this mirror isn't big enough for the both of us because every fucking band had to have like Fallout Boy style <laughs> titles back then. <laughs> but that video is basically audition the movie. But whenever it came time for me to watch audition, I knew that music video. Right. So I was like, what the fuck is happening?
3: <laughs> they
1: stole <laughs> but, from my camera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How dare they? But uh, The other way around. But the thing is, is that it's, I, I hate to compare it to this, but I kind of compare it to Life is Strange a little bit. In the aspect that once it takes a turn, it takes that turn. Mm-hmm. But then the rewatchability versus, you know, replayability, it's about kind of revisiting characters that you're interested in more than it is about being surprised again. Right.
1: Oh, for sure. And it's one of those things like I watch so many movies and read so many books that going back and watching stuff sometimes if it's been long enough, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't remember right, that. Right, you no. fucking remember you don't forget the ending oh, of audition. No, 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 no. You don't forget the twist of audition. Yeah. So that's a good point. You're really kind of like, let's see how, you know, how far back they were telling us something uh-huh. rather than, oh, what's gonna happen? Because you fucking know. You didn't forget. yeah no.
0: And for me, because it's not about being shocked anymore it allowed me to really look at the craft at hand. Right, right. And like the filmmaking and just be impressed by that. Yeah. And the performances. No, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. I did want to make mention, I know you, Nay, also read the novel in preparation for this. I did. I feel like it's one of those rare cases where the film is way better than the novel.
1: Alright.
3: What? <laughs> What's
1: that? Yeah, I, f- I mean, it is. But I really enjoyed the novel If, if that's all you have (laughs) no
0: i just i think i think it's it's incredibly faithful in on one hand it is and then on the other hand it improves upon it so much it's almost unbelievable
1: i would say that the film is definitely scarier Mm -hmm. and the novel is almost like you're reading a a rom-com with a couple moments of Wait, wait a minute. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, like a Doki Doki literature club situation. That's fair. (laughs) Where after a certain point, you're like, this is not what I thought it was. Of course, I had seen the film before I read the book, but had I not, I feel like that would have been, I would have been like, what the fuck am I reading?
0: (laughs) Maybe that's part of it too. Yeah. Because we already know we're like, okay, when's it coming? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Looking at our watch. You're just waiting for that other shoe to drop.
0: Mm hmm. It is funny to me, though, that two weeks in a row we're talking about films where the ending overshadows yeah. <laughs> everything yeah. that came before it, but it's not fair, I don't think.
1: No. I mean, this. the whole film is great, mm-hmm. but yeah, you, you come <laughs> yeah. away with the ending for sure.
0: Now, before we take a wire saw to this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, let's wait by the telephone. So I do want to offer a short disclaimer before we begin. I'm going to do my best on name pronunciation. I am not of Japanese descent, and I, I really want to do my best. I, I looked it up and everything. I, I'm going to try.
1: <laughs> you got this.
0: I hope so. So... The film opens with the sound of chatter as a young Shigeko Aoyama, played by Yuto Arima, walks down a hospital hallway holding an art project that he's made. Written in the eye of a flower on the project is, Dear Mom, Get Well Soon. Oh. Very sad. Already. Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn it. I know. In a hospital room, though, the doctor requests that the head nurse stays in the room, which is not a good sign. No. No. We see Ryoko, Shigeyuko's mother, played by Miyuki Matsuda, in bed, hooked up to all sorts of machines. Her husband, Shigeru Ayama, played by Ryo Ishibashi, looks on very despondent. I did see in an interview, and it's odd, I see this a lot, but Ryo Ishibashi does not like horror films.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. He only agreed to do this film because he wanted to work with Takashi Mike. <laughs> <laughs> all right i mean he's like i'll well, trust your vision yeah <laughs>
1: but that's interesting because isn't he in the grudge yes. the american grudge
0: <sighs> maybe he turned him all around on the yeah. subject he's <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, all right that's not so bad right <laughs> One thing I did want to point out about Takashi Miike is dude is one of the most prolific filmmakers I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. This year alone in 1999, he made 3 films and a TV show. Damn.
1: <laughs> like he bangs
2: them yeah. out. Yeah, he was working.
0: Yeah, I think he's made I kind of envy that fucking work ethic, but I think he's made over 100 films directed. Shit. And there was a time when he was making like 6 films a year
2: god damn I'm like, at what time do you have to sleep or yeah, do sit down Takashi because right? making mo- a movie can't be easy no like there's got to be tons of shit yeah to do
0: and they said the production on this film was three weeks which they said normally for a Miike film it's two weeks I'm like well <laughs> <laughs> just made me laugh I'm like dude this guy's a killer
1: that's insane <laughs> um I know that he's been super influential on some directors that we've discussed
0: uh-huh. here. Yes.
1: Including Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> and uh, Eli Roth.
0: So my favorites. Your,
1: <laughs> your favorite horror directors.
0: Right, right.
1: He w- this. I think this is the film that influenced Hostel. Right. So...
0: I mean, you take the good, you take yeah, the bad. I don't... <laughs> But back to the hospital room, Ryoko stares off, unresponsive, as Aoyama grabs her hand and calls her name. She squeezes it weakly, and we watch as her heart rate begins to steadily decline. In the hallway, Shigeiko greets a passerby, blissfully unaware of what's happening inside the hospital room. Back in the room, we see Ryoko is flatlining. The doctor checks her pupils with a flashlight in an overhead shot and after receiving no response just coldly gives his condolences to Aoyama and then he just whispers the time of death to the head nurse and then they just leave.
1: He's like, "Look, sorry, bro." Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got to check this dude's yeah. leg in the other room. <laughs> okay, peace. They're yeah. just gone. I can't even, I was thinking as a doctor, like that's got to be the weirdest shit. Yeah. Like, well, some dude in the way, his eye hurts. So I got to go look yeah. at that. Yeah, now after. I got to go over
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, your wife's dead. Yeah. Damn, is that how that works? I, well. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tea in your practice? Is um, that what I
0: That's why they shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ayama now a widower sobs at his wife's bedside that is not a good transition from
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway yeah.
0: i do want to point out i love the music that plays here yeah, yeah. it has almost like an ethereal quality it kind of reminded me of like something out of silent hill
2: yeah. all right all right and
0: i feel like they use a lot of very romantic piano in this film yeah. there's
1: a score that kind of plays throughout i can't remember if it's here or just later in the film, but it is very, very close to the theme from Haunting of Hill House. Really? That kind of haunting piano that plays in the show. Mm. It reminds me so much of that.
2: I do remember you asking me about that. I was like, do that. you
1: remember the score from Hill House? No.
3: Like, okay.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Thanks. And I, I love the score from Hill House, and yeah. I didn't
0: even catch it. <laughs> I gotta go back now. But we hear the door open, and Aoyama turns to see Shigeiko in the doorway, holding his gift for Ryoko. He tells his father that he brought it for his mom, and Aoyama just sinks to the floor. We cut to the two of them walking down the street of Tokyo, holding hands, and on the right side of the screen, we get the title, Audition. So as you see, this film begins very upbeat.
2: Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was... I mean... He's kind of chill, huh? He just kind of sat there on the floor for a second. Well,
1: I mean, I, I yeah, I would hope that you'd be a well, little more dramatic.
0: He wow. did sob a second ago. Maybe a, he had just a few second. tears to spare. But, yeah, he's dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I I did think that this is it's really smart to begin the film here. No, yeah, I know in the novel Ryoko is dead already, and yeah. they they kind of just talk about Damn. her.
1: Well, yeah, because then you avoid the situation where they're sitting and eating, and he's like, Hey, you remember when mom died yeah. seven years ago?
0: <laughs> like, wow, I, no, I forgot. <laughs> no, son, <laughs> tell me more. But I, I do like that. I feel like it kind of allows for her presence to be
1: over the film. Yeah, yeah. even
0: when she's not around. But we then get a shot of the ocean along with on screen text that reads, Seven years later. The waves crash against the rocks as Aoyama fishes with his son, now a teenager, played by Tetsu Sawaki. Aoyama's like, okay, the water is too much. Wrap that shit up, B. (laughs) (laughs) And he's not wrong. Those waves are, yeah, yeah. Yeah. he's like, we're going to die, son.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It looked cool, but I don't want to be next to Mm -mm, it.
0: (laughs) No, I'll watch from afar, from the pier. (laughs) (laughs) But he turns to Shigeiko, reeling in a fish, taunting him for his lack of luck. Aoyama retorts that he's only after the big ones. And then Shigeiko changes the topic, saying that he prefers real women to imaginary fish. I was like, damn.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roasting him!"
0: That was abrupt. But Aoyama, with big dad energy, tells him that he'll understand more about love when he's older. <laughs> it's like, all right, I guess.
1: Whatever, dad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I did want to point out, I think that this is kind of a fairly on the nose metaphor with them fishing for Mm -hmm. sure you know fish in the sea exactly fish in the sea um you tell someone they're a good catch yeah uh sushi dates right (laughs) (laughs) that one might be a stretch i i just want to go on a sushi date (laughs) (laughs) but ayama's phone begins to ring and he answers it telling the person on the other end that he's finished working on his plan and that he'll share it with them tomorrow Suddenly, his line gets tight as he hooks a fish, and he rushes off the phone and reels in a big one as his son watches. As the two walk off together, Aoyama says the fish is so big, in fact, that they'll share it with someone called Rie.
2: I thought he threw his phone down, and oh. then I was like, oh, oh no, and then it was out. Yeah. I was like, damn, that phone just threw his phone. Then, <laughs> he right. really wants to reel in that yeah.
0: <laughs> He has to prove his son wrong. <laughs> But we then cut to a shot of the now-cooked fish as Shikiiko tears that shit up, portioning it for the both of them. Yeah. It looked very
2: good. Hell yeah. <laughs>
0: it did
1: look very good. Don't
0: watch movies when you're hungry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, hey, you know, fun fact. Did you know that the black sea bream starts out as a male and then they become either male or female? Sidebar, according to a little side research, he has it backwards, but <laughs> go off. <laughs> Aoyama's like, what about this fish? And Shigeiko reminds him that they saw the fish's ovaries. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, okay. <cool. laughs> but he's like, oh, I, I don't know much about right. <laughs> that. I th- I thought it was kind of odd, obviously, that little conversation. But then I was like, hey, maybe it's a precursor to the dynamics in the film regarding men and women. Okay. Because like, otherwise, I don't know why this is here. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, especially when it just ends with him like, yeah, I don't know anything about it.
1: <laughs> 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 All right
0: then. Yeah, I'll take your word for it, son. But this is when things kind of get real. Shigeko tells his father that he's been looking a little worn out recently, and after feeding a bit of fish to Gangu, the family dog, he asks him why he hasn't remarried.
1: Kids will really just tell you about yeah. yourself.
0: But he's not... I feel like this is the behavior that like a nine-year-old could get away with, but he's like 17... He's like, why are you so lonely, Dad? <laughs> Not even that. He's like, Dad, you, you look, look like shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's tough. You can't do I, that. I think I asked your sister about this too because I was like, well, I was like, damn, he just came out of nowhere with mm-hmm. the. He's like,
0: while well, you're enjoying your fish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was very. I odd. need a new mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Ayama, clearly a bit blindsided by the question, eats his food without answering. Shigeiko thanks him for dinner, placing the dishes in the sink and reminding his father that it's his turn to do the dishes as the shot lingers. Now, not to get up my own ass with the cinematography, <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say that this scene is shot mostly at a distance from the living room. Yeah. And to me, it kind of evoked a sense of detachment.
1: I can see that for sure. All right. For sure. And
0: I feel like that fits Aoyama, especially with what he's feeling as a widower. Yeah. Right. And I was like, mm, Interesting.
1: To expound on your profound cinematography uh you know nope. comment. Yeah. <laughs> um in the novel, the dog's name is Gangsta.
0: <laughs> that is true. I I don't know why that made me laugh as I was listening to the audiobook and he's like, and Gangsta I was like, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> should have left that in. Yeah, yeah, should man. Have.
0: But we then cut to him finishing up the dishes in a shot that goes on a little longer than it probably needs to. I didn't know if it was trying to sell, like, how mundane yeah, his life probably. is. Or, but in the next scene, we see Aoyama at an office with a man called Director, played by Ken Mitsuishi. They're reviewing footage of what appears to be a concert or some kind of public gathering. Mm-hmm. Aoyama, however, compares it to a cult.
2: It's just <laughs> a mosh pit, man. Yeah.
0: He's like, this is a cult. Like, I hate this. Stuff. Yeah. I was like, is this, like, the old generation commenting on the new generation right.
2: probably That's that's what I got out of it
0: cuz he he was not kind Yeah <laughs> But the director tells him he's like you know maybe it is and then he's like well you know they're just lonely like everyone in Japan When Aoyama asks him if he's also lonely he's like well hell yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you not hear what
0: yes. I just said Am I in Japan? <laughs> yes <laughs> But then he asks Aoyama if he's lonely and then the scene just kind of ends In the next shot, though, Aoyama is collecting his things from his office to leave for the day when his secretary, played by Yuriko Hiroka, tells him of a change in his schedule for the following day. He says it's no problem and that he's going to be gone for the rest of the day as he plans to meet with his friend Yoshikawa. As he heads for the elevator, his secretary follows very closely behind him. She tells him that she's going to be getting married soon and he congratulates her. He wishes her the best and gets on the elevator, but then we get a lingering shot of her looking very upset.
1: Immediately, I'm like, "What? what's the story? What happened?
0: There's some tea here. There
1: is. And I'm just standing Whoa, here with my cup.
0: I'm I like, mean... please, sir.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it gets explained later because at this point, I'm like, is it unrequited? Is it, you That's know? That's how
1: I read it was that she... Is like, I'm getting married, hoping he'd be like, but wait.
0: He's like, yeah. but I love you. And yeah, yeah, and he's like, oh, I don't oh, give okay. a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm meeting my friend at the bar. Yeah. I just told you. Don't you have work to do? Why are you still here? <laughs> but in the next scene, we see Ayama meeting his friend, Yasuisa Yoshikawa, played by Jun Kimura, at a bar. I was like, why does this guy look familiar? And I finally placed it. He is boss Tanaka in <gasps> Kill Bill he god damn it yes Yes, he is and it hit me and i was like all right yes he is (laughs) the funny thing is i did read about tarantino he listed this as one of his favorite films i think from 92 on yeah Mm -hmm. he called
1: it a masterpiece
0: and that he's not wrong yeah he also well i don't want to say stole i guess you could say hired (laughs) (laughs) he's like you're with me now no But he hired the lead guy from the makeup department from Audition to do the special effects on Kill Bill.
1: Oh, wow. That's really cool.
0: So just a little fun fact. But Aoyama and Yoshikawa talk business. Yoshikawa tells him that his business, filmmaking, wasn't hit at all by the recession. And Aoyama's like, really? And he's like, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, stupid? Do you live here or not? But he tells him that they have a lot of plans and he hopes that they stay in business long enough to see them through. Aoyama reminds him that he said the same exact thing last year. And they're like, eh, I guess, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but just then, a party of women in the other room bursts out laughing, which really annoys Yoshikawa.
1: <laughs> I was like, this dude's grumpy, as not yeah. <laughs> They laugh and he's like, awful girls. Yeah he-, <laughs> yeah, he did.
0: Stupid. Dude, he said they're common. And he's like, where are all the nice girls?
1: Nice girls don't laugh. Apparently yeah. not.
0: Which, again sets up a lot of very odd societal expectations.
1: I guess. Yeah.
0: Because since he heard women laughing, he said, Japan is finished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a little extreme. Women yeah. are happy
1: in the streets. Yes. This whole place mm-hmm. has gone They're to shit. They're just
0: hanging out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. But Aoyama says that he might get married again, but he doesn't know to who. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same boat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And he tells him about the conversation he had with his son the night before. I say again, I've never been married.
1: <laughs> You're going to get remarried?
0: Yeah, for the first time. <laughs> but he says that he wishes a gorgeous woman was just hiding somewhere. Yoshikawa tries to get down to the details of what Aoyama's looking for. And Oyama says that he's hoping his future bride is a mature woman who has some kind of career that she's somewhat successful in. But he also wants her to have a talent or skill like playing the piano. Yoshikawa remarks that Ryoku was like that and Aoyama just breezes right past that.
1: That's sad. Yeah. It's, it's very
0: sad because his answer is he just wants his wife again. Yeah. But Aoyama says that people who have a skill are confident and he wouldn't have to rely on others to be happy. But he also says that he wants to get to know her because he can't afford to make a mistake at this age. He wants to meet a ton of women so he can find one who would be <laughs> perfect for him. And Yoshikawa's like, oh, I got the plan yeah. for that, chief. An audition
1: sketchy as fuck yeah. oh
0: 100 it's like but if i could just meet hundreds of like, women it's like, I,
1: oh i got the perfect idea like yeah. it, it sounds all like this is literally like you put matthew mcconaughey and kate hudson in this and this is a fucking <laughs> well, rom-com it, it is a rom-com
0: yeah. yes and I, it's funny because I was thinking in my head, I was like, OK, so say he meets a woman and then it goes good. And then she finds out about the audition. No, and that's then, the whole plot. Yeah. And then
1: he has to be like, well, that's what it was before. But yeah, I love but you. It's, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and then, it's Owen
0: Wilson and Vince Vaughn is Yoshikawa. And,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs to stop her plane at the airport. Uh-huh. And then fucking, you know.
0: Grand romantic gesture. And they get married. And then it ends. Audition's a happy, <laughs> a happy film.
1: Until next time, guys. <laughs>
0: But in the next scene, we're at Yoshikawa's office and he's seated behind his desk, and he passes Aoyama a script, calling it a romantic story. He reminds Aoyama of an old documentary that he made about a ballet dancer, her son, and her patron. He tells him that he's had the story rewritten and asks what he thinks of it. Aoyama says it's fine and asks if he plans to set up the audition. As they walk to another office, Yoshikawa reveals his full plan. He plans to set up an audition for the heroine of this film, who incidentally lines up with all the qualifications Aoyama discussed at the bar.
1: What? What a coincidence. (laughs) No fucking way.
0: He says the woman who actually wins the role obviously won't be interested in Aoyama. (laughs) 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 And you're my friend. (laughs) He's not going to want your ass. Oh, no. But he says that Aoyama is sure to find someone at the audition who will interest him. He says it isn't technically fraud, which once you start saying that shit, (laughs) (laughs) it's (laughs) fraud.
1: (laughs) When you have to use the word technically.
0: He says it's not because they're planning to actually make this picture if they can get it financed. But it's still definitely shady as fuck. Uh, It's so bad,
1: dude. Like, that's gross as fuck. It
0: really is. And they had it more detailed in the novel where... Aoyama produced that documentary, and so they have that line to where he can say, "Oh, I'm a producer of this film because it's based on my work." That's why right. I'm here. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like, "Who's your friend?" Who's your
1: fucking weird <laughs> friend just <laughs> sitting there taking right? notes and, yeah. shit. <laughs> and sweating, not like saying anything? <laughs> where are your pants? Yeah. <laughs>
0: But Yoshikawa says that maybe 10 out of a thousand applicants will fit the bill and they'd be just right for Aoyama. He also says that he's going to advertise for this on a radio program called Tomorrow's Heroin. And before departing to order them coffee, he reminds Aoyama that he is an excellent auditioner. He's like, I've got this. <laughs> but Aoyama just reclines in his seat looking over the script. And I'm like, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, no, <laughs> this
1: is airtight.
0: Oh, yeah. In the next scene... Aoyama is stuck in traffic, and it's pouring down rain outside. After a quick business call, he switches on the radio. He tunes past what sounds like hair metal. <laughs> 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 and we hear somber piano play as the Tomorrow's heroine ad comes on. A voice beckons. Tomorrow's heroine, I wonder where you are. Incredible things can happen if you have a bit more courage. Stars were not stars right from the beginning. Audrey Hepburn... Julia Roberts? Even these stars used to be ordinary girls. Tomorrow's heroine is living just like you are today. Tomorrow's heroine, it could be you. I was like, Julia Roberts?
2: Yeah, that was was really hot.
0: I mean, she's no Jessica Garner. (laughs) But
2: (laughs) (laughs) But who
1: is? Nobody is. That made me laugh, too, because I was like, what? I mean, I guess it's 1999. Yeah, but I feel like you don't
0: jump from Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) Yeah. I I felt
1: like that was very strange. Maybe
0: Marilyn Monroe? I don't know, dude.
1: (laughs) No, Julia Roberts. Julia
0: Roberts. But I thought it was funny in the novel... At this point, when it happens, he's listening to the Beatles with his son. Yeah, and they they saw the cost, and they're like, "Nope, yeah. <laughs> random hair metal it is." But the scene ends in an apartment where a little girl sits huddled on the floor, listening intently to the broadcast as the rain hammers down just outside her window. Who that? We'll find out. <laughs> I'll just say it's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> But in the next scene, we see Aoyama arrive at home with groceries to chat with Rie, played by Toshi Nagishi. I believe she's his housekeeper. Yeah. Right. She tells him about shopping plans that she has with her daughter this weekend and reminds him to put his clothes in the basket before she comes back. She then thanks him and is on her way. I felt like they're kind of setting up here something where every woman in Aoyama's life Fills is- a role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not anything to where he even really cares about anything about them.
1: No, they're like, um, like archetypes almost. Yeah. And that's definitely visited more later, mm-hmm. but yeah, for sure. He doesn't give a fuck about Rie. She's no. just the lady that yeah. washes his underwear and does mm-hmm. his dishes. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. makes his food.
0: He said, so you're going to have a daughter or something. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but in his office, Ayama leafs through his binder full of women applicants Seemingly reading further into the women he finds attractive.
1: There are so many
2: applications. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, yeah. I thought that too. I was like, damn, that's yeah. a big old stack.
0: <laughs> he then looks up at a photo of Ryoko that sits on his desk, turning it away from him in apparent guilt or shame.
1: Well, she was like, really? This is what you're fucking doing? I think Whoa. she even had her
0: arms
2: crossed. An
1: audition? <laughs> like, like, like hmm.
2: Aoyama, I mean, really? Well, yeah, there's no way I could look at a picture of you and then be doing this stupid <laughs> shit. No. Like, there's a... I'd be like, I know you'd be super mad.
1: (laughs) No, my ghost is judging you through the fucking picture.
0: He throws it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) But this is what I mean with her kind of hanging over the proceedings. He's still very clearly. For sure. You know, going through it. And that's very interesting. You just flash forward to seven years later. We don't know anything about how he handled his grief grief or anything. But just then his phone rings and it's Yoshikawa. On the phone, Aoyama compares the task of choosing the women to picking out his first car. Gross. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Even Yoshikawa is like, how could you compare the two? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, look, I'm gross her- as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't like it when women laugh, but you're you sick in me, sir. <laughs> but he tells Aoyama to pick 30 women for the audition next week and to choose wisely and to read the essays carefully, don't just look at the photos. Aoyama says he will, and then he gets off the phone. Just then, Shigeiko just busts in the door without knocking, asking about dinner. I'm like, you're fine. He could have been doing anything, man. Well, he leans over the
1: applications like he's hiding porn or something.
0: He's like, (laughs) what? What's (laughs) up? Aoyama says that he'll eat his dinner later, but his son is like, look.
1: (laughs) How hungry are you, though? (laughs) Listen,
0: pops. Not only are you looking tired, you look a little chubby. No. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, I got a girl in the other room, man. Yeah. And Aoyama's like, well, all right, I guess you can have my dinner. And goes like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he just bails, closing the door behind him, super happy. As Aoyama returns to the folders of women, he accidentally spills his tea on one of the applications. He picks it up to dry it off, but then he's transfixed by it.
1: It's fate.
0: Yeah, man. This is
1: what I'm talking about. This is a fucking rom-com moment. Exactly. For, yeah. Like for
0: real. It plays into a lot of those tropes. I feel like a lot of people could be watching it and they're like, I don't. Did I put on the wrong? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, this especially. Is, this is
1: a horror movie. With yeah. what you've been
0: told about this yeah. movie. No, yeah. You're like, I'm just, I hope he makes it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she looks lovely. Yeah.
0: But romantic piano begins to play as he observes the file and smiles. It's the application of Asami Yamazaki, played by Ehi Shina. He reads through her essay. 12 years of ballet training sticks out to him, but he reads a passage where Asami is unsure of her ability to become an actress, admitting that simply the story just fascinated her. She had previously trained to be a ballerina, but injured her hip when she was 18 years old. The most important thing in her life was ripped away from her, which she compares to accepting death. Accompanied by shots of Ryoko sitting up in her hospital bed, Aoyama continues reading. Asami says to live means to approach death gradually, something she knows from experience which inspired her to apply. Aoyama appears very impressed.
1: I mean, that's exactly what he wanted. Yeah. yeah
0: it's too perfect. But she's
1: perfect on paper. On paper. On paper.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> the funny thing is, is that... AO Shiina, her real audition with Takashi Mike kind of mirrors Asami's mentality here. I read that she was a model who got a call from Miike, and she's like, I'm never going to get the part in this film, yeah. but I just really like to talk to Takashi Miike. Yeah. Yeah. And so they chatted, and then they the conversation just continued because it was yeah. so good. And then they, you know, parted company. He calls her back and he's like, Hey, would you like to meet again to talk, you know, basically the same thing. Right. right. And when she came back, he offered her the part. Oh, nice. She didn't even really know she was auditioning. Yeah. Well, well she does. Yes. Yeah. Amazingly
1: in this. So, it's unbelievable. Yeah.
0: But in the living room, we see Shigeiko studying dinosaurs with his friend, Misuzu Takagi played by Misato Nakamura. I guess the education system is different. Because I would have loved a very thorough dino-centric lesson. No shit, dude. And they look like they're having a blast. Oh, no, yeah. Well,
1: I don't even think they're studying.
0: Is this just for fun? Because
1: she's like, I like science, too. And he wanted to show me his dinosaur stuff.
0: He's like, oh, this is just my shit. Yeah. But Aoyama comes out of his room and he greets Misuzu. Shigeiko is like, I saw her on the way to school and she looked pretty, so I talked to yeah. her. I'm like, well, that's really honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's right there. Yeah. Like, she's
1: like, uh-huh. Yeah,
0: that's right. But Misuzu adds that she, like you said, has a keen interest in biology, so she wanted to check out Shigeiko's books. When she realizes that she ate Aoyama's dinner, she offers to cook him something, but he just throws on his coat to head out. He calls for the dog to take him for a walk and he gives the okay sign to his son before heading out. I guess because he's like, she's good. Yeah. <laughs> she looks good.
1: I thought that that scene was cute.
0: Yeah. It was. I To me, it seemed odd for Aoyama not to care at all about her interests. Like she says, I'm interested too. And he's like, goodbye. <laughs> like I thought that was really weird. <laughs> But, and then, because, and then he gives the, you know, the okay yeah. sign because he's like, she's cute. That's all I care about. Right. And again,
1: there's more to say about that later mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah, I mean, like we said before, Aoyama, I think, has this very structured way that he sees women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this woman is for helping me at work. This woman is for cleaning my house. This woman, oh, she's Shigehiko's. Okay, whatever. Bye. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that it just is what it is.
0: I also thought her offering to cook was intentional on behalf of the filmmakers to kind of make it almost like Aoyama's vision of the world where every woman has a purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. And honestly, she shouldn't offer to do anything. Like, he gave her the dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shigehiko should be fucking yeah. making yeah, him some dinner. Exactly. He's like, I made you
0: some. It's in the fridge. Just <laughs> heat it up when you get back. But instead, you know... So I just thought, you know... Yeah. It's kind of fitting with the theme that's kind of running through this thing. Right. And
1: I don't know if you know forgive me for using the term woke but i don't know if i'm looking at this film from a completely different like 2021 lens yeah but i was like oh this dude's a nice guy and some crazy shit happens Dude. i don't think aoyama is not is at as all. nice as i thought he was yeah. at least
0: see and that's the other thing because from like whatever however old we were when we watched it the first time young yeah i was like this man has been through a lot <laughs> yeah! and i want him to find love but this time i'm like man this Hold audition on, yeah, this you're is, a piece yeah. of shit
1: I, I mean when you're younger you're like that's really smart you yeah. know two birds one stone yeah. making a movie getting a wife you know yeah. bada bing bada boom <laughs> now it's like
0: you yeah <laughs> grows yeah Maybe it's just a matter of, I don't know, it could be, yeah, it could be a woke thing. It could be a matter of society kind of shifting to where we see why this is bullshit. Right.
1: Because it it is. It's It's, it's very
0: gross. And so I'm like, well, he's not really the hero of the story. No, no. (laughs) But, and we'll go on because I did want to ask, I'll ask it now and then we'll cover it later. Okay. I have seen various reviews of this film some people saying it's one of the greatest feminist horror films of all time. Others saying it's the most misogynistic piece right. of shit ever made. Uh-huh.
2: And so I would love what once we side get of the to, fence we land on. Exactly. That, that, okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, before we move on, yes. I love the sun's pro. His <laughs> hair was great. I was like, all right,
0: I see you. It's got style, yeah. man. In his schoolboy uniform yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But in the next scene, we see a chair sat in the middle of a very large room. The automatic shades are coming down behind it, closing the windows. Ayama and Yoshikawa sit at a desk with nameplates parked in front of them, and Yoshikawa asks him if he's ready to begin the audition, and although... <laughs> Aoyama goes full Fiona Apple saying that he feels like a criminal. <laughs> he says he's good to go.
1: Because you know this is shady as yes. fuck. You know that this is bad. Yeah. Well, it's
0: technically not fraud. <laughs> I can't get past that.
1: Technically. It technically
0: wasn't murder. It's like it was, it was murder. murder. <laughs> but it officially begins. What follows is a montage of women entering the room, sitting down in the chair, and on tape being interviewed by Yoshikawa. He asks them all types of questions from what does your father do for a living and who is your favorite actress to would you work in the sex industry
1: on previous watchings? I thought this whole little montage was funny and that yes. these are like random questions yeah. or whatever. These aren't random questions. No. This is what box do you fit into? Exactly. Are you Promiscuous are you going to have sex with this dude? Right. Are you, you know You know, I mean, it's just no, it's, it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> They're very fucking pointed questions when you really stop to think about it.
2: No. Yeah. I think earlier before the show, I had mentioned it. I was like, what the fuck are these questions? I was like, <laughs> why? Yeah. yeah. Why are you asking this? And what? when I was
1: younger, I'm like, what the fuck? Like that's yeah, that's so you... random that it's funny. Right. They weren't random. <laughs> no. Those were not random questions. You wanna know
0: the worst part about it is when I was younger, I genuinely did believe the two birds with one stone thing. Yeah. I thought they were really trying to cast yes. the movie. Uh-huh. And watching it this time, I'm like, there's no fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, every single question. There might be
1: one, one day. Mm,
0: I it's it's it is and it's funny because through that I guess more mature lens that I have now yeah this is just
2: very disgusting it's gross dude yeah it's not like this is speed dating or something no, no they like, don't gr- even they, know that that's yeah. what they're there for that's the problem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
1: if, didn't consent to any of this if they this, think they're gonna be in a fucking yeah. movie No, yeah
0: if this was a speed dating thing it'd be like yeah whatever I don't yeah. Yeah. Right. No, you signed up for this but it, it's not it
1: boggles my mind I, it just fucking trips me out that I lived in existence where I was like oh man this is funny yeah. like, and you know what? Really, I hope he finds his wife.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what really plays it up is the fucking like 60s elevator music that uh-huh. plays throughout. Yeah. So again, I feel like Mikee is trying to subvert that kind of idea to where it's like, yeah, it's being presented as totally okay and funny, right, right. but it's wrong. Right. Yeah. It
1: is. And it be- like very much so.
0: Clearly. But some of the girls display their talents. One girl appearing to be a cheerleader, for example, one girl's a tap dancer, and Aoyama the whole time he could not look more over it.
1: Yeah, not at all. You picked them, yeah. Like, yeah. Right? He picked the thirty women. 30, so like, yeah. At least be fucking respectful. Yeah. He's
0: like, uh, <laughs> yeah, i boy He's like on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick, dude. It's like get off Candy Crush, man. You <laughs> picked these women. But some of the girls do strike his fancy though, and he feverishly takes notes on a couple of them. The women he isn't interested in, though, their segment in the montage ends with a very cold next yeah. from yeah. Yoshikawa. The auditions continue, though, with Ayama skipping ahead on his ledger to find that the 28th audition of the day will be Asami Yamazaki. The auditions continue, all of them a bit demoralizing, as we said, with Yoshikawa asking the women to get up and walk around for them or laugh. He's like, he kicks them out as soon as they laugh. Yeah. Japan (laughs) is dead or whatever. (laughs) Japan's finished. (laughs) But one woman walks in and immediately takes off her coat to reveal a bikini. After a while, the two men call for a 10-minute break. After everyone else vacates the room, Yoshikawa asks Aoyama why he isn't asking any questions.
1: Very quickly, when they call for the 10-minute break, they acknowledge that they're 30 minutes behind, (laughs) which I was like, is that us?
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's that's a little uh, behind-the-scenes humor about Podmortem, folks. But he says he isn't losing interest or anything. He's just nervous, and then he excuses himself to the restroom. On his way to the restroom though, he spots who he assumes is Asami sitting at a table reading a book. He nods to himself and then heads back to the auditions.
1: Well yeah, because even in the book, he's like, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Like, yeah. can you fucking not look like you're sleeping on the uh-huh. table?
0: Yeah. Yoshikawa it- was like, my morality is in <laughs> question <laughs> because of you. <laughs> you better get in the mood, but <laughs> As the auditions continue, the women explain their career aspirations. One woman is a fashion designer. One wants to be an actress. And another woman says her former agent worked in pornography as the camera scans her legs. So I'm like, even the cameraman is a piece of shit. Uh But the absolute one woman just immediately strips for them taking off her bra as Aoyama looks down embarrassed at first, but then totally (laughs) (laughs) he totally looks up and cops a look at her boobs. Like it's just, it happens. I
1: was about to say at first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's like, well, then he's like, all right, while I'm here,
1: I can't,
0: it's bad. It's really, really bad but one woman even makes a second appearance telling them that she has more to say.
1: <laughs> She's my favorite. Character. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> they, she sits back down and they're like, "Didn't you come in yeah. She's like, "Yeah, but I got more to say." I wasn't well, done. So. No. That made me laugh so hard. But they finally arrive at the 28th audition. Aoyama finally appears alert yet very very nervous.
1: Yeah, he's clearly made up his mind. Yeah. Like he has not looked like this in literally <laughs> yeah. any of the other Auditions. Yeah.
0: No. And the other thing that made me laugh is I noticed that his shirt is unbuttoned now. Yeah. (laughs) I was (laughs) like, was it uh, always uh, like that? uh, He fucking uh, slicks his eyebrows with his fingers. (laughs) Like, I'm like, what's going on? But Asami walks in, bowing to the men twice before introducing herself and having a seat. She answers Yoshikawa's questions very politely. She says, despite many offers, she's never appeared on television or in film. She also doesn't belong to an agency, but says that the director of Ace Records looks after her, but she hasn't heard from him in a while. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) She says his name is Mr. Shibata, and Yoshikawa writes that down. When asked how she pays her bills since she's been unemployed after her last job, she says that she works at a friend's bar three times a week. She says that she doesn't need to live extravagantly. She's happy if she can buy some CDs from time to time now kids a cd <laughs> it's what you could it's like you know.
1: itunes but yeah. like on a dvd it what looks a like DVD a DVD.
0: <laughs> but aoyama finally breaks his silence and he asks her about her ballet career you know the only dream that was ripped away from her forever yeah, yeah. So. let's just casually yeah. talk about no it no big deal
1: like now you want to speak up right. mm-hmm. how's your hip
0: man <laughs> <laughs> But he says it must have been difficult for her to give it up after her injury, and she responds with a somewhat wounded yes. <laughs> what do you want? It's like, yeah. yeah. But he brings up what she said in her essay, comparing it to accepting death, telling her he was impressed, and that everyone is forced to give up something precious to them eventually, no matter what you're projecting, but (laughs) 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 he says he's impressed that a woman her age could understand that concept. And he says, it's clear that she takes life very seriously and that she always has. (laughs) Yoshikawa looks at him like Like, (laughs) real. You got it. You got it. (laughs) He does. Dude, he read an essay. like Good Lord. But uh, I want to also kind of fuck you, Aoyama, for saying that. I don't think that the only way that someone can become wise or accumulate life experience is by getting older.
3: Like, no, yeah, but...
0: I think everyone has a perspective on more, mor- not mora- well, morality. Well, more yeah, morality. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but also mortality. But, I mean, because he says that, and it's like, that's when I also realize, I'm like, wow, he is way older than her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, John Paul was like isn't she in her 20s I was Like yeah. yeah she is
0: very
2: clearly yeah and he's not <laughs> he's not in his 20s yeah i told her i said are we gonna talk about that is because he's <laughs> yeah he's obviously older than she is mm-hmm. a lot older
0: and again that sets up another bit of like a, the power dynamic
1: oh for sure well i mean look at how they're meeting right yeah. i'm on this side of the desk that yeah. to you I'm choosing what's going to happen to you. I'm choosing what's going to happen to all those women you were sitting with out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I'm the one in charge. I'm the one calling the shots. You're over there with the camera pointed at you, and I get to ask the questions. Already, this is skewed. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, let's throw the age on top of it.
0: It's just a Sunday of wrong.
1: I feel like Ken <laughs> is going to call me scary in this one again. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we haven't even gotten to the real shit. <laughs> But Aoyama nervously sips his tea and Asami simply thanks him. Yoshikawa is like, is that all you got, bro? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you done? Yeah.
0: Well, Aoyama, he, just, he doesn't even answer. He just says nothing. Yeah. And he thanks Asami for her time and says that they'll be in touch. She gets up, bids them farewell with a bow and walks out the door. Before she leaves, though she turns around again to bow at Aoyama once more, who is obviously clearly 100% smitten by her already. Yeah.
1: I feel like as she was leaving, I'm like, I feel like she barely talked.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> like, and again, that's, you monologued. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that's the thing as well, because it wasn't really an audition. It was more Aoyama telling her what he thought of her. Yeah. yeah. Which, and checking out the goods oh yeah he was i mean so i mean it's you know more to that skewed idea of i guess maybe gender dynamics maybe could be i mean
1: i, mean, uh, I feel like there's so much and we're all three of us probably too dumb to properly oh, but i mean yeah i think yeah. That's,
0: that's my thing is that a lot of people like i said at the top They'll talk to you about the ending of the movie, Uh which is very striking. Right. But there's a lot of depth here.
1: Yeah, that I literally did not. I was not aware of it until watching it this time. And then you're kind of like, wait yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even blink he's got to be twice her age oh absolutely no, yeah you know and i've got no problem with an age gap we have a little bit of an age gap
2: yeah but not that big your age I, gap is what five years five years yeah. so I, calm mean, down. I think
1: five ten it, depending on your age that's not a big deal but the way that this is the entire setup yes. it only adds to my list of cons <laughs> 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 i guess is what i'm trying to say
0: and your opinion of aoyama
1: right which yeah, is not, not a good one. No. He, he picked the women, right? Yeah. yeah. All of these women were fucking young. Yeah. Like, right. N- all of them. Very similar in shape. Uh-huh. Yeah. Beautiful women. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You know what the, you know what you're doing, dude, you know what you're doing.
0: He had a plan. He had yeah. a fucking
1: plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the woman bringing in the applicants asks if she should send in another girl. But Yoshikawa says that they're going to take a 15 minute break.
1: <laughs> we're only an hour behind. Let's yeah. see. <laughs>
0: It's like, what's another 15 minutes? But after she leaves, he also tells the cameraman to take a powder. With the two men alone in the room once again, Yoshikawa lights up a smoke, telling Aoyama that Asami made him nervous after he's asked what he thought of her. He can tell that Aoyama has already decided that she's the one. Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> He did a real shitty job hiding it. <laughs> but Aoyama explains that her essay really spoke to him. And after meeting her, he's even more into her. Yoshikawa brings up that weird line he dropped I could tell that you've always taken life very seriously he's like to be honest that had me shook <laughs> <laughs> he's like you don't talk like that in an he's audition like, what yeah. The fuck, bro yeah. <laughs> yeah I told him you were cool <laughs> But Aoyama gets up and sits in the chair that all the girls sat in when they were auditioning. Yoshikawa admits that Asami looks nicer in person than in her photo, but he says that he feels anxious about it, and he doesn't know why. He says something is wrong with Asami, and Aoyama just smiles.
1: It's called Bad Vibes, Yoshikawa. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And I wanted to point out the symbolism of Aoyama leaving his seat and going and sitting in the audition mm-hmm. chair mm-hmm. because maybe some changes are happening. Mm, a little, yeah.
0: Mm. A little shift in uh, <laughs> dynamics there. And I do want to talk about that later.
3: Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck no, up. No, 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 no. <laughs>
0: But back at the Aoyama household, Shigeiko shovels food into his mouth as his father tells him that Misuzu seemed like a nice girl. I This is what I'm talking about with the faithful adaptation, because in the novel, they said Shigeiko eats like a lion that's being fed. Yeah. And this dude is fucking He's chomping. <laughs>
1: He's eating in every scene. He's yeah. Either yeah. eating or talking about food in <laughs> every
0: scene. Either food, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs would <laughs> right. like to turn into food. <laughs> But Shigiko agrees that Mizuzu is nice, but he admits that he's just flat out terrified of women. After he gets up to leave, he thanks his dad for dinner, but tells him that if he does plan to get married again, find someone who cooks rice better than Rie.
1: Because <laughs> that's like, what Rie is good yeah. for, cooking it. the rice.
0: And again, that's the other thing. This fucking movie is brilliant because it shows him passing on this shit to his son. It's right. generational shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like the girl he brought home. She's pretty.
0: Uh-huh. And he said straight up, I only talked to her because she was <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty. <happy." laughs> <laughs> that was it.
1: That's what she brings to the table. Just so happened she's and interested in dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Rie brings the rice and the rice ain't great. No. So, so let's so. upgrade.
0: And also fuck you because you should be thankful Rie is making you anything. Also yeah, you were no slurping shit. that shit down. Yeah. So it wasn't like that like that thing I yeah. just <laughs> devoured. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) but aoyama asks his son why he's in such a hurry and as it turns out a new dinosaur has been dug up in argentina and we know shigeiko is about that life (laughs) so he's rushing off to get all the info he can alone aoyama heads back to his office with a drink to peruse asami's file once again he then decides to take action he picks up the phone and gives her a call He introduces himself again as the producer from the audition and asks her if she has any time to spare. As he sets up the date, we get a shot of Ryoko's photo. When he gets off the phone, he is fucking over the moon. Yeah. He looks like he's 20 now because he's
2: fucking cabbage patching and shit. But
0: the phone rings shortly after and it's Yoshikawa. He says he's called Ace Records to check Asami's story, and he says it might not be a big deal, (laughs) but something is amiss.
1: Okay, Captain, bring (laughs)
0: it This dude's
3: on
1: fucking cloud nine. He has
0: a fucking radar. He's like, I think he's happy right now, (laughs) let
2: me. (laughs) He's trying to warn him. He is. Yeah, dude, he is.
0: The issue is that the Mr. Shibata that she spoke of during the audition went missing 18 months ago. Mm. Dude just vanished. Yeah. This is a problem. (laughs) <laughs> Interestingly though, we don't get a reaction from Aoyama at all. The scene Aoyama, just yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Aoyama's literally like, "Okay, Anne. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I will see you tomorrow, so- dude." <laughs> <laughs> but in the next scene, we're at a nice restaurant for Aoyama and Asami's meeting/date, if you ask Aoyama. Interestingly, it's shot from the point of view of Asami which I thought was interesting because it's like, ayama has been the focus of the whole situation and it's an entirely selfish endeavor. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we only see him?
1: Right. And what he thinks of this. Because that's all that
0: matters.
2: Exactly. Um,
1: I wanted to point out the fact that she is always wearing white.
2: Yes. Okay. Um, I was going to say know, the same clothes, <laughs> but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they are... They're I'm just thinking
1: plain. purity,
2: yeah. Yeah. virginal, exactly.
1: you know.
0: It's... We'll talk later. All right. But I have an idea about that as well. But Oyama tells her that he isn't going to ask her any questions. And she's like, so I just have to chat and enjoy some food. She's like, this is the best (laughs) offer I've ever had. (laughs) Yeah. But then he immediately breaks the no questions thing. And he's like, so about Mr. Shibata. (laughs) She apologizes and says that she made him think that Mr. Shibata was her agent, but she's actually never met him. She thought it would help her chances if she pretended to know someone in the industry, and that's why she came up with that story. Mm-hmm. This sets Ayama's mind at ease, and he says that it all makes sense now.
1: <laughs> He's like, well, that explains everything. Case yeah.
0: closed. Um, <laughs> sure, man. But their food arrives, and they share a very expensive-looking meal together. Over shots of them walking together through the streets of Tokyo, we hear audio of Asami asking Aoyama if they could do this again sometime, only if he has the time to do so. Romantic music plays as he says, of course, and she's overjoyed. She promises not to bother him as we see her depart his company with a smile and a bow. He tells her to call him any time and she thanks him for everything. So again, at this point, aside from the Mr. Shibata bit, which is a little tease. well, We've
1: explained it all. <laughs> mm, well,
0: <laughs> I, I just want to point out it, it's a romance film.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: Like flat out.
1: And at this point, this dude is over the moon yeah. when he's standing oh, yeah. on the street. He's, he's like, like <laughs> floating <Yeah. laughs> it's like the scene in Spider-Man 3.
3: <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs> but later that day at some rooftop driving range, Ayama tells Yoshikawa to forget about the movie and the search because he's decided on Asami game over. It's fucking done. Yoshikawa is hesitant and he says that he needs to have time to get to know her better. He's like, don't fucking rush this. But Ayama's like, dude, what is your issue with her? This is when Yoshikawa explains that he doesn't think life can be that easy. Asami appears to be everything Aoyama wants, but he feels that it's very suspicious that she fell for their little audition scheme. It wasn't fraud. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so you set up this audition scheme, right. uh-huh. and anybody who you find from it, which was the whole point of the scheme... How did she fall for it? I don't know, dude. I don't. What do you
0: want? Are you feeling guilty, man? (laughs)
2: Like, it was very odd. I I took it as like he said, like all the other girls gave different answers. They all said things. Maybe he liked, maybe he didn't. Mm -hmm. But she said everything. everything. And that's very suspicious. So it's like, wait what nobody's that perfect nobody yeah. what the fuck is happening you mm-hmm. know
0: it literally is everything that he wants yeah and then, and
1: then literally the one person we can fact check anything about you you can he's There's gone
0: m- yeah yeah <laughs> hmm interesting, interesting. <laughs> but yoshikawa says that he tried to run a background check on her but couldn't come up with anything she's basically a phantom hmm hmm their conversation continues over footage of asami's audition with Ayama countering that he's not an idiot and he trusts his judgment more than anyone else's. Whatever happens, he can handle it. But he tells Yoshikawa that he was right. He did find the perfect woman at the audition, and so he thanks him before heading to the exit. Yoshikawa stops him, though, and asks one request. Don't call Asami for a bit. Even if he's totally off base with his suspicions, it's still not best to rush into things. Aoyama agrees and leaves
1: yoshikawa's was a piece of shit too. Yes, um <laughs> but he's clearly just trying to look out for his friend. Right. Mm-hmm. And if somebody—I mean—they seem to have a a good friendship. Right. Like, Yoshika was doing this sketchy shit for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't if your friend was coming to you like that? Wouldn't you be like,
0: hold on? Well, yeah. why?
1: Okay, tell me why you feel that way. At right, least. Right. And then if he says something not being like, no, I can handle myself. <laughs> you know?
0: And and it's not like his suspicions are unreasonable. No. No. And
1: in the book, he's like, Yeah, I bet he's jealous. If if I was watching me with this beautiful mm-hmm, young girl, right. I'd be jealous too.
2: Okay. Motherfucker, but yeah. n- no. That's yeah. your friend.
1: I would never if somebody's really my friend, I wouldn't be like, that bitch is just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? It's you're not- making any excuse to yeah. continue doing what you're doing. And in the book, he asked him not to call for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And what what did he say? If she calls you, then she's trying to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. But if she's really wants you for you, then she'll wait. Right. You know, like a fucking dog waiting for a treat. Right. <laughs> uh,
0: again, more with this bullshit. You yeah. Know. And to me, I'm also getting like vibes of Aoyama acting almost like you know you don't know what yes. love is dad yeah. like it's so weird <laughs> you don't
1: remember what it's like to yeah. be <laughs> it's
0: just very strange but back at his office aoyama looks over asami's application again struggling not to pick up the phone immediately i do want to point out that in the novel they say that during those two weeks he like loses weight and he's fucking yes. like
1: <laughs> he's all he fucked up is, yeah the, the um His son Mm -hmm. and Rie are both like, are you okay, dude?
0: (laughs) I think your dad's gonna die, dude.
1: (laughs) He's all fucked up about it.
0: Mm -hmm. But in a barren apartment, similarly framed to the shot of that little girl listening to the radio broadcast, Asami sits on the floor. She stares at the telephone, which sits across from her on the floor next to a large tied sack.
1: I'm sure it's nothing, right? I think it's her her laundry, right? Yeah, like, (laughs) who doesn't have a big fucking
0: bulging sack in the middle of their living room, right, guys? (laughs) Are you holier than thou, (laughs) motherfuckers without the sack? Oh, you uppity and shit, Okay. (laughs) But the scene intercuts with shots <laughs> of Ayama tossing and turning in his bed at night in his cold blue room. He dreams of Ryoko peeking at him from behind a tree before disappearing completely behind it. She's like, Are you fucking kidding <laughs> me? <Yeah. laughs> me crossing my arms in the photo wasn't enough, motherfucker. <laughs> but the next morning, Ayama sits in the living room with incense burning.
1: all fucking dramatic (laughs) he is
0: he's he's playing the smiths (laughs) but Rie asks if he's okay considering he's never really taken a day off of work like this before and she basically goes through his entire biography talking about how hard he's worked. And then she says that she wishes her husband worked that hard so she didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He's like,
1: you have a husband?
0: If yeah. <laughs> yeah. you exist, yeah. <laughs> can you leave the house? Where's my food? I thought you said you were making food. But-
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, she really does just gas him yeah. up. Yeah. You've raised him on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But she asks him about his lady friend and Ayama just smiles. Rie smiles oddly before taking a sip of tea and I was like this is just like the shit with the secretary earlier is everyone meant to be in love with this dude probably in his universe yeah so he are we watching it through his eyes (laughs) (laughs) Aoyama you're the best everybody (laughs) but Rie tends to the dishes and Aoyama picks up his cell phone before thinking better of it and setting it back down at his office we see Ayama's secretary about to head out for the day, but she heads into his office to say goodbye to him. So I'm like, either this is a new day or he decided to go to work after all. Mhm.
1: That's a that's another thing with this film is like I said in the novel he's like don't call her for 2 weeks or yeah, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And but in this there's no defined time. So no. time is very fast and loose yeah. with you're right. Is it the next day? Is he like, oh, this bitch is on my case. Let me go to the office. I, You don't know. Since
0: I work so hard. <laughs> you don't know. I feel like it makes a lot more sense to me and is much more effective if this is a new day. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially for what we see next. Right. right. But he says goodbye to his secretary very absent-mindedly, staring at his computer screen. She just stands there and he asks her if something is wrong. She says no and then leaves. It is very awkward.
1: It is. At this point, I'm like, just tell him sis you know what i mean but we'll talk later Mm -hmm.
0: but he continues working and then stops again to stare at his office phone
1: it made me (laughs) (laughs) do you remember that episode of the simpsons when lisa's trying not to call the (laughs) cory
0: montessori (laughs) (laughs) gotta make it till midnight gotta make it till midnight But we get a shot of Asami in her apartment, still in the same position that she was in when we last saw her. So again, it's much more effective if this is days ago.
1: Yeah. I'm like, bitch, have you moved? Like her spine. Get a sip
0: of water. They literally there's a shot of her spine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it looks awful. (laughs) But the phone is still sat across from her on the floor next to that large sack.
1: What's in the bag?
0: (laughs) Aoyama picks up the phone to call, but then he sets it down again, leaving his office. He stops in the hallway, clearly deciding that he just can't take it anymore, and the phone rings in Asami's apartment. Through her long black hair, a smile stretches across her face.
1: That angle and the smile, it is literally chilling.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, it looks good. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And at that point, I was mildly concerned <laughs> <for> <laughs> Mildly? Yeah, I guess extremely would be the right <laughs> but she raises her head and in the background we see the sack violently roll across the floor and I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry what see it was enough with Yoshikawa talking about Mr. Shibata going missing right this shit that's on another level
1: yeah an undeniable level yeah um in the novel, like I said, there's a couple moments of, oh, that's weird, but I'm sure right. it's fine, though, right? <laughs> uh, the first time that they meet up and go to eat together, mm-hmm. there's a woman pushing a man in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and he seems
0: <laughs> this is a lot. To,
1: <laughs> he seems to look at Asami, right? And like is like, we gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> to his mom. And, yeah, to his mom who's pushing the right, the wheelchair. Right. And Ayama's like, do you know that guy? Yeah. And Asami's like, uh-uh. And then it's just That's fine. It. That's He's a-
0: like, mm, <laughs> he literally says he probably has her mistaken for someone else.
1: <laughs> and then and they literally. just continue okay. their meal. Which was a lot. Yes. Yeah. Like, but this is arguably more.
0: A hundred percent. And it, it's more mysterious because you're like, like he said, what's in the bag? Yeah, Because
1: yeah. my my living room bag doesn't move. No,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's laundry, as we've stated. Yeah. I was going to say it's filled with clothes. <laughs> and the bag makes no appearance in the novel. No,
1: no. That that, that's purely Takashi Miike. Yeah. yeah no. What if we
0: put a bag like everyone has in their living room? Yeah. <laughs> but
1: but we this make one's this- weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But Asami picks up the phone and in her sweetest voice says that she's so glad to hear from Aoyama and thought he'd never call again.
1: That makes it so much scarier that she Ooh. answers it chill as fuck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like she has not been breaking her spine next to the phone this entire time. <laughs> uh uh-uh.
0: And I mean, there's there's been hints of like some dark shit going on. Yeah. But I feel like from this point on, it's an entirely different movie. Yeah. Because you're watching it differently now because now it's not... You know, Asami is just this woman that came to the audition, blah, blah, blah. It's mm-hmm. like she has a whole fucking life that's got some shit in it that we don't know. And now the bag, yeah, the bag, the bag. <laughs> <laughs> the bag has changed everything. She has <laughs> <simple> baggage. <laughs> she has yeah, baggage. She has baggage. Yeah,
1: I, I will say I've been known to tell women to get their bag, but this is not, <laughs> what I'm,
0: this is not it. <laughs> 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 but we then see Asami walking down the street to her next date with Aoyama wearing a very red very furry coat
1: i was gonna say okay coat yeah she's fucking rocking that thing but
0: white underneath yeah
1: what does it mean what does it mean yeah. exactly
0: it's a it's a shift
1: it's a shift yeah you can't tell me that they had this this woman in white the entire film mm-hmm. and you're gonna put a fluffy ass red coat yeah, on her yeah. and that doesn't mean anything
0: she was cold yeah. <laughs>
3: okay <laughs> that's what it means.
0: But at the date itself, in a restaurant, she tells him that she was waiting for him to call, and he apologizes. She says she can't stop smiling because she thought she'd never see him again. He then asks her about her family, since he didn't get to in the audition. She states simply that they're fine, but he follows up asking if they live in Tokyo. She says they've recently moved to a new house in Chiba, but admits that while they don't fight or anything, they're not super close. Aoyama also expresses an interest in going to the bar where she works called the Stonefish, and Asami's like, uh, well, maybe don't though, because the owner likes to meddle in my private life, and it's like she has answers for everything.
1: Yeah. So all I got from this was my family doesn't live here, so you will not be meeting yeah. them. <laughs> and also don't be popping up at my job.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's just me, okay. Mm-hmm. No,
2: I mean, yeah, the answer she gave I was like, Why? Yes. Why can't I go to your job?
1: Well, that would make me think oh, so you have a bunch of other dudes yeah. coming to your
2: job. If- Is that what you would think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the bag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As a woman, if this was a dude, oh, the manager's always in my in my private life, so don't come there. Okay, that's where you take other chicks. Okay, I get it.
0: Well, but isn't that weird enough that fucking like he's like and where you work though? Like He's a fucking creepy. He's very creepy. (laughs) Like, we're not (laughs) we're not denying that. We've established this. I I, because I feel like, I mean, I understand the whole thing about getting to know people on a date or whatever. Right. But this feels very prying.
1: No, it's now that you are in my orbit and i know you now you exist for
0: me so he's this is
1: aoyama like this is just what it is
0: he's like we're checking red red flags today yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) red flag check yeah where do you (laughs) work?
0: (laughs) and what's this about a bag (laughs) (laughs) but when he says he's just trying to get to know her better she promises that she would never lie to him oddly we then get a wide shot of them at their table and the once very populated restaurant is now completely empty it's such a simple thing but it's very unsettling Mm -hmm. so how
1: did how did you take that how did y'all take that
0: i took that as that's either aoyama or asami's perception of what's going on right now
1: that's that's how i took it
0: nobody else exists but us
1: yeah
2: I thought they just stayed there really late. They uh, closed the uh, place yeah, down. I was like, "Damn, you're still there?"
1: <laughs> I took it as more Aoyama because I feel like in 99% of this film
0: is through his right. Is
1: through his lens, yeah. Fair. But he's like nothing else matters but us right, right now. Right. Because if you look, their drinks are at the same level. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is still the conversation we we're just listening to uh, but uh, okay. from, you know, their right, perspective right. or whatever.
0: Hmm interesting
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh and i saw in an interview with the actress that plays asami Mm -hmm. that this was a real restaurant a real operating restaurant that they filmed in that's cool and that you know her apartment was a real apartment that all of these are like real locations yeah i thought that was really cool
0: she said they didn't have to doctor up her apartment at all and i was like (laughs) really
1: (laughs) yeah well she was like i don't know where they found this apartment but that's just what it looks
0: all right yeah all right it's rough yeah (laughs) But this is when Ayama brings up the fact that the film that Asami auditioned for, which she already assumes another woman got the part in, is not going to be going forward. He says that a producer did not like a portion of the script, and so it's been postponed indefinitely. She sympathizes with him, and when he tries to do the same, she reminds him that she never thought she'd get the part anyway, and she's just glad to have met him at all.
1: So I know obviously neither one of y'all would ever do this. Mm -hmm. If you did do this, though... (laughs) (laughs) And you- <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay and you-,
1: <laughs> and you met a woman through it would you tell her what the audition really was or would you fucking take that shit to your grave
0: personally i feel like this that's that's an absolute deal breaker to tell yeah but it feels very wrong to be dishonest at all
1: well because that's like what your whole Like relationship, that's how it started. Yeah. So you know that if y'all are together, that's the story you're gonna tell forever, and you're always gonna be like, oh yeah, but that was a lie, though. You know what I mean? And I would also be scared the way that Yoshikawa is acting; that he'd be like, you know what? Guess what? Oh yeah, man, that you're so in love with. So
0: we kill Yoshikawa.
1: (laughs) So you kill Yoshikawa Uh and take it with you to your grave. I think you know.
0: Honestly, I feel like fucking Aoyama should have just had the dignity to die
2: alone, like the rest of us.
1: but he wants a wife now.
2: Mm. I I agree. That's a deal breaker. Oh, man. Yeah. You're done. If, there's no way I can tell you that. And then you'd be like, Oh, what? That's so silly. You and know? you picked me. Yeah. So I guess don't, I mean, I don't know. That's, it, it feels it, wrong. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucked it does, up. but it's uh, fucked up either way. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Cause you sit there and think, do I stay? If I'm really into you and, not like, you know, you're weird and you're going to whatever, you know, but... You, you got know, a bag in your apartment. Yeah, I mean, you got a bag. Say so you don't have a bag and things work out. <laughs> then, you know, you can just kind of stick to that. But, yeah. you know, if you do have a bag, then I kind of got what's coming to <laughs> me, right? right?
1: Right.
0: But my, my thing is like... And if this, if this were a romantic drama, she would find out in this act. Right.
1: That, that's the turning point And yeah. then he yeah. has to win her back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But... The scene transitions to them sitting at a fancier restaurant where Asami explains that being with him is similar to how she felt when she danced ballet.
1: I thought this transition was like super sudden and interesting. Yes. And it kind of like you said, she always looks like she's wearing the right. same thing and he does too. Yeah. So I'm like, did we meet for drinks and then go out to dinner or is this another
2: date? See, that's that's kind of what bothered me because I was like, what's happening here? Right. It's all like, I, like, I don't what? know if
1: it's, if it's meant to be or me doing the thing where i read too much into stuff but those first stages when you're talking to somebody and it it's all like kind of a blur Mm -hmm. and we're together all the time and we're whatever i i don't know if that's what he's trying to Mikay, I mean, is trying to make us feel
0: right, right, like like it's a whirlwind, like it's a whirlwind, yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) 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 That's (laughs) the word. Where you're caught in the thing, like (laughs) fucking,
1: you're all spinning (laughs) and shit. But you're in
0: love, though. But you love it. (laughs)
1: But it's a good spin, though.
0: (laughs) 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 I I think that's because I took it as the passage of time, just with very slight transition. Right, but again, it's
1: it's unclear.
0: Oh, it is. So Yeah. yeah, you know, I agree. But she says that she feels like she's part of something beautiful and all her troubles disappear when she's with him. Aoyama tells her it's difficult to move past tragedy, but one day life will be wonderful. He says that hope is why everyone carries on with their lives. She thanks him and says that she's never met anyone like him before and that no one has ever accepted her like he has. What's to accept? Yeah. And, uh, I don't even fucking know you. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's not mm. like you got a weird bag in your house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm 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 watching this and I'm like, okay, so literally all he knows is that she has no family, really. Yeah. Uh, she kind of works at a bar a little bit, but don't go. But don't yeah, go. Can't go. <laughs> don't go. And that's really it. She, she used knows, to dance ballet. She
1: knows this music producer, but she doesn't. No. And she used to dance ballet, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And she's pretty. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm falling in love with yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't?
1: But yeah, I think these kids are going to make it.
0: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that, and you mean that kid and that old I, kid? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a taxi that night, Aoyama tells Asami he'll call her for their next date, which she is incredibly eager for. She then says it's her stop, so Ayama motions for the driver to pull over. She thanks him for everything, and he says he'll call her soon. The car pulls away, with Asami getting smaller in the back window as Aoyama rests his head, smiling.
1: Can we talk about the fact that this woman got out on the middle of the fucking street I and think nobody that was a bridge. thought it was yeah, weird. Ha, ha. <laughs>
0: like, She's like, oh, I live under the I, bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I am a troll. <laughs> 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 Gotta pay the troll toll. <laughs> I And yeah, I thought that was strange too. And he didn't think anything of yeah. it. He's
1: just like, oh, love. Yeah. And she's just fucking standing there still looking yeah. at the car. He
2: fucking rests where his head back. It's like, <laughs> yeah, where are you, and going? you didn't even um, go anywhere. no. no.
3: But
0: <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? We then get a quick shot of the phone on the floor of Asami's apartment with the large tied sack sitting motionless next to it in the background. In the next scene, Ayama visits Shigeiko in his bedroom, and he's naturally surfing the web for the latest dinosaur updates. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As one does.
0: Of course. Before he can share the good news about Asami, Shigeiko guesses it. He says his father has been acting weird and smiling to himself for no reason from time to time. <laughs> But then Aoyama tells him that Asami is only twenty-four, which is closer to Shigehiko's age than his. Yeah. But he reveals that they're going away for the weekend, and he plans to ask her to marry him. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. That's super <laughs> fast, <laughs> very fast. Yoshi- Yoshikawa was like, "Dude, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, dude?" But he says that he'll introduce them soon. But Shigeiko tells his father that he'll make the proper assessment of Asami then, since Aoyama is obviously too in love to be thinking straight.
1: Yeah. In love with all that he knows about her.
0: Which is nothing. He's like, you'll meet
1: her at the wedding. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, she wears white and uh, (laughs) has hair. She's pretty. She's pretty. You'll see.
2: (laughs) You'll see. You'll get it. I, I told your sister, this man does not age. Who? The oh, Dad. from the beginning. Yeah, Dad. from the very beginning, he looks exactly the same. Well...
1: Yeah, it's only seven years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? I mean,
0: I like to think I look the same. <laughs>
2: yeah, we all look the same. Right? Uh, wow, well, I mean... It's like, like that Don't meme? be scrolling on it. Right? right, the- <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they smile at each other and Oyama leaves. So it's not one of those things like, oh, I'll be the judge of it. He's like, I'll be the judge. Yeah. It's more playful. Yeah. But in the next scene... We see a car driving down an open road, followed shortly by a shot of Asami standing outside on the balcony of a hotel room. Aoyama watches her from the doorway drink in hand. She smiles at him as the waves crash on the nearby beach. So in the novel, this is a place that he took Ryoko and Shigehiko all the time. Yeah. And so. Oh, wow. Which yeah. is
1: kind of gross. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't I don't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I mean, it's it's in some ways very sad because yeah. it's like he's trying to chase that happiness he felt with Ryoko mm-hmm. here with Asami. But at the same time, you don't do that shit. I no. feel
1: like that's a very sweet way to put it.
0: I'm a romantic. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly,
1: in my mind, it's more, you know, I have these compartments for the women in my life. The compartment that you're in right now this mm. is where i take that lady uh-huh. right. so now we're here <laughs> that, <Yeah>. that lady <laughs> could have said that bit yeah so. <laughs> well you chose nicer I cleaned it up a little bit
0: i appreciate it but that night they discussed dinner plans he says the hotel is a great chef but the chef has a sharp tongue i'm like wow gordon fucking ramsay's in the <laughs> <laughs> But he also mentions a gallery they can visit before dinner, but Asami just quietly sits on the bed facing away from him. She finally turns to face him and stands up, shutting off the lamp. Aoyama, not getting the message, starts talking about a coffee shop with excellent (laughs) cheesecake. I'm like, go on. He's like, they got. (laughs) Don't watch movies hungry. But Asami begins to unbutton her shirt and still keeps her back to him. It falls to the floor and she unfastens her bra and takes off her underwear. She calmly gets into bed and pulls the sheet over her as Aoyama watches.
1: I was like, that escalated quickly. Oh, I yeah. thought we were going to get some cheesecake. <laughs> that,
2: that's what I thought. I was like, yeah. you need a burger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, no. no. <laughs> this is the scene, where, well, one of the scenes, because it's here in my notes, that that Hill House type music is right.
0: playing. All right. I'm going back and listening. yeah because it's
1: really really good
0: and you know what maybe it was that that was inspiring me to love this score so much
1: it's it's a it's really great. good score yeah it
0: is but she beckons him over and after a moment of hesitation he walks over to her side of the bed he begins to take his jacket off but she tells him not to do that yet she wants him to look at her body and pulls the sheet up from the bottom revealing her legs and two long scars on her thigh she tells him she burned herself when she was younger and wants him to know everything about her He's like, well, maybe start with the sack in the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Go off.
1: Definitely a good place to start.
0: (laughs) But she then removes the blanket entirely and he tells her that she's beautiful. She asks him to promise that he'll love her and nobody else. He does and then removes his jacket and shirt and climbs into bed with her.
1: I will say. In the bug, this was oh my quite God. explicit. Dude. All
0: right. <laughs> like, I was like, I said, that's enough. <laughs> like, it's and a And the lot.
1: terminology used. Yeah. It's oh, a
0: wow. whole
1: lot. It's Before, a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: Before, during, and after. Yeah,
1: no, everything. Like, you can stop at any there's point. No, <laughs> there's no tasteful fade to black. No, nope. no. It's like, no, no right. they are
0: showing each other the, the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because in a post-flesh-showing transition... <laughs> Aoyama wakes up alone in bed. The phone rings and he gets up to answer it. It's the reception desk telling him that Asami has left and they're asking if he's still planning to stay. He's like, left? We just plowed. Like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) He's so confused. And in my mind, if I'm Aoyama, I'm thinking, okay, this is payback for me not calling her for forever. Or this is payback for something. What did I do? What I
1: do? You You were bad.
0: (laughs) Because it literally makes no sense for this to happen
1: now no no
0: i mean they didn't have the cheesecake yet
1: no and that's what you came
0: for that's the whole point that's what i came for and you still
2: have your kidneys
0: yes you you didn't wake up in a bathtub dude you should be counting your lucky stars she left no feel your back dude feel your back but (laughs) the next morning aoyama arrives at the office and speaks with yoshikawa in a conference room he tells him that asami isn't answering her phone and that he doesn't know how to get in touch with her Yoshikawa thinks there's more to the story in the hotel, but Aoyama's like, no, dude, there's not. And he's, I mean, there really isn't. Mm -hmm. No. But I'm with Yoshikawa because I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Why would she just leave? Aoyama says there must have been some kind of misunderstanding and that he needs to talk to her in person. Yoshikawa suggests that he just forgets about Asami and says that it would be best if he just didn't see her again. Aoyama's like, so you think I'm just some old fool who fell for a young girl and got jilted? And Yoshikawa was like, "Well, if the shoe fits, man." I, <laughs> yeah. I, was like, yes. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, but here we are. He then reminds Oyama that he said he could handle it, and he clearly cannot. Yep.
1: It's just sad to me because he's been trying to warn, tell her uh, this no. whole time. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. the whole
1: the entire time. time. When he
2: told him, I was like, "You said that, dude. Yeah. yeah. Look, you literally that came out of your mouth." Well, he said, "Yeah," because he says
1: something like, "I think I can handle a young girl"
2: yeah. or something
0: yeah. like that,
1: and it's like, mm-hmm. "Look at you now." And then you're going to come to me for help?
0: Well, you're my friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The audacity. No, it's
0: rough. But Aoyama says to forget it and that he'll find her himself and he storms out pissed.
1: Yeah, he's like big mad. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. In his office, he combs through her application again, (laughs) finding his first lead. Asami's training at Shimada Ballet Academy.
1: He's looking for any crumb yeah. yes. of evidence and then he runs away. Yeah,
0: he does. <laughs> he literally, because immediately in the next scene, we see him arriving yeah. here.
1: <laughs> Do you even have a job anymore, man? Oh, no, sorry,
0: <laughs> But through like uh, several interesting Dutch angle shots, we see that he comes upon the academy. The academy is boarded up. But rather than just let it be a dead end, <laughs> dude decides to break in. Yeah.
1: Well, it's technically not breaking <laughs> right. in. But he yeah. literally pulls off the like planks that are boarded in front of the door.
0: Yes, it's unbelievable. But he slowly makes his way inside where he finds an old man in a wheelchair played by Rinji Ishibashi. He's playing the piano as a fire burns next to him. We get a wide shot of the both of them as Aoyama enters the room. Now the color palette here is chef's kiss. It is. Yeah. You've got the warm tones of the Tokyo sun from the windows and the cold blue of the room that isn't directly lit by sunlight. I'll be quiet. I just love it so much. <laughs> but Ayama calls out to the man asking if he is in fact Shimada and saying that he has questions about Asami Yamazaki. As the fire crackles, the old man just tells him to go away.
1: What got me is he calls out to him and he completely ignores him. Mm -hmm. But the minute he says Asami, he's like, Oh get out of here. Like that's at the mention of her name, that's when he I would be scared. I would already be scared of that.
0: I this would this would be the only stop I made. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: You know what? Maybe we just weren't meant to (laughs) Uh, you know,
0: some things don't work out. But Ayama persists. He says, Have you ever had any trouble with Asami? And he wants to contact her, but he needs the old man's help. The old man begins to laugh. His back still to Aoyama.
1: I would throw up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs>
0: That's the only- Wait, so you're telling me he'd laugh and you'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> just immediately? But he finally wheels around to face Aoyama. He asks him if he's seen her before, if he's heard her voice, and Aoyama's like, "I'm sorry, what?" Yeah. But he wheels closer to Aoyama and we get shaky POV shots as he asks, have you touched her body? Have you had sex with her? Violin shriek as he asks if it was good and laughs. In a flashback, we see Asami as a child, played by Ayaka Izumi, dancing ballet in the studio as well as inside her apartment. So the little girl listening to the radio, that shot that we saw earlier was Asami. Right. Uh-huh. In the studio, though, Young Asami sits on the floor as the old man takes two metal chopsticks from the fire and burns the inside of her thigh as she screams. So that's where those two scars came from. Awful. Terrible. Yeah. Back in the present, the old man says Asami and then throws the blanket off of his lap. We see that he has two prosthetic feet. He struggles to stand, telling Aoyama to go away. But in the next scene, we see Ayama splashing his face with cold water in a bathroom sink. And I get it because that was some freaky shit
1: um yeah okay so my question at this point are y'all done
0: oh if i'm aoyama
1: yeah are you done
0: yeah i'm gonna die alone oh
1: after that yeah
0: No. <laughs> yeah. yeah we're done we're not doing that okay c- first of all i got sent on this fucking thing because my son said i looked like tired or whatever yeah i'll just be tired i don't give a shit yeah.
1: <laughs> guess what i am tired yeah <laughs> no, <that's
0: laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> i'm 50 I'm something years old like right. I am, i'm very tired <laughs> but he remembers the stonefish bar which asami said was in the fourth district we see him arriving there at night, making his way down a staircase in a POV shot. At the bottom of the staircase, he finds a door with mail shoved underneath it. A man calls out from above, no one's in there.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> but he says it closed down over a year ago after the owner was murdered. He's like, what a mess. I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> First of all, murder? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like it's
0: nothing, oh yeah, the owner was murdered. Anyway, yeah. carrying his groceries like he is.
1: Yeah, this dude literally just came ready to spill all the yeah. tea. Like he's just-
0: All casual. I like mean, yeah. Yeah. you like. want to know what
1: happened though? Because- <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But when asked, he says that he doesn't remember anyone called Asami ever working there. But he says that the owner was murdered because of something having to do with her lover, a music director. Hmm. Interesting. He says that the owner was dismembered in the bar, and he shares a fun fact that since the building was built a long time ago, the floor is tilted, so her blood poured into the hall.
1: Cool. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) guy.
0: (laughs) That's great. But he says one odd thing about the murder. When the police gathered the owner's body, they found three extra fingers as well as an extra ear and a tongue.
1: I bet they weren't extra to someone. <laughs> 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 it's
0: like, no, necessary. those were standard issue fingers. <laughs> but in his mind's eye, Aoyama sees the body parts wriggling in blood on the ground. The stranger is like crazy world, huh? Well,
1: <laughs> so long. It's funny. Cause he sees it in his yeah. mind. And then he's
0: like, Whoa, fuck. Yeah. dude, he leaves Aoyama a shaking mess. Yeah. Like He's like, but I do want to call out, of course, the lighting is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I love this, the way the scene is lit. But at Oyama's apartment, Rie feeds Gangu before heading out.
1: That dog was ready to eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: That dog was me. I watched this movie hungry. I thought I, <laughs> if I haven't explained that,
1: I, I think you'll lose your appetite.
0: In oh, it's coming. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Once outside, though, the camera pans to follow Rie making her exit down the street. Then we're once again facing the Oyama household. We see a door unlocking, which gets Gangu's attention. Then through frantic POV shots, we head up the stairs, throwing Aoyama's bedroom door open and focusing on the picture of Ryoku on his desk. Back downstairs, we focus on the bottle of whiskey sitting on the windowsill.
1: I'm not here for the Michael Myers point (laughs) of view. Nothing good is going to come from this. Oh, no. You never get that point of view with somebody putting roses on the yeah. bed it's like it's never anything good <laughs> or
0: bringing me cheesecake <laughs>
1: <Never>. <laughs> or fish or yeah. fish
0: but gangu heads to the living room to investigate and in a static shot we transition from day to night and i love that shit mm-hmm. yeah but we hear shigeko leaving a message on an answering machine saying he'll be staying at his friend's house for the evening and reminding his father to have a proper meal Ayama comes into frame, cell phone to his ear before hanging up. Now, this shot down the hallway, I realized, was used a lot in this film. Yeah. And I thought it was smart because it's like, not only is it reestablishing locations, but it's kind of showing the change in circumstance Mm because now this angle is foreboding as shit.
1: Yeah. I was going to say it gives you almost like a false sense of security. Mm -hmm. And then, no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because before it's like, oh, yeah, this is their home. Right. Yeah, (laughs) And now not so much. But hiding at the top of the stairs, we watch as Aoyama makes his way into the living room and pours himself a glass of whiskey. He takes a sip, then another, leaning his head back in his chair. After a moment, something is clearly wrong. He tries to shake it off, but then he grabs at his head and neck, rising from the chair and holding himself up in the doorway. He lifts his head for a moment and then collapses to the floor. He has been drugged.
1: Why
0: yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I thought the whiskey was just bad. Right. <laughs> But we flash back in a dream to his second date with Asami after he waited days to call her. Except now, when he asks her about her family, he gets a different answer. We learn that when Asami was young, her parents divorced and she went to live with her uncle. She says she hated it there and that all she remembers is suffering abuse at the hands of her uncle's wife. She forced her to take cold baths and she even got pneumonia from it. She also remembers being pushed down the stairs and breaking her shoulder. After a doctor expressed concern, she went back to live with her mother again, but she said her mother had gotten remarried. But she says even though the abuse stopped, her stepfather hated her, which the abuse did not stop. No. no. I don't know why she said that.
1: <laughs> Maybe she meant that, that abuse. Yeah. the aunt. Right.
0: That stopped. But she says that her stepfather couldn't walk, so he stayed home. Because of this, Asami would retreat to a dark room every day after school to avoid him until her mother came home.
1: So at this point, I'm like, is that ballet man?
0: That's Mm. where that's what I'm thinking. I think that's her stepfather. But in a flashback within a flashback, we see young Asami lying on the floor of that room. And then she turns into adult Asami and we see the scars on her thigh. Asami apologizes to Aoyama. And now they're in that nicer restaurant, partially lit in red. And she tells him that ballet saved her life. Even though life was terrible, it took her pain away. Aoyama tells her he's been looking for someone like her, but he hears a voice say, darling, and he turns to see Ryoko and young Shigeiko sitting at an adjacent table. I think Misuzu is there as well.
1: Maybe, because there was three people yeah. there. I was just looking at his wife. but yeah. it may Yeah.
0: Because I'm like, you don't have a daughter. Yeah. No. <laughs> but he introduces her to Asami and she urges him not to marry her.
1: She is immediately like, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. And And she
1: looked up like, oh, cool. Like, it's Uh not like just because it's another woman. She saw her and was like,
0: nope. It's not a matter of her being jealous. No. It's about Asami.
1: And also, I just wanted to point out the fact, all she said about this abuse and everything Mm -hmm. in the novel, she tells him that.
0: Yeah. In real life. For
1: real, she tells him that. And he's just like, wow, you've been through so much. That's why you're so wise for your age. Still love you. Uh Uh-huh.
0: But just trying yeah. to fit her into his box.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, you okay. still fit. It's fine. Right. You know what I mean?
0: But Ryoko stands up, but it transitions to a shot of Asami standing up in her apartment. I like that a lot. That looked really cool. Yeah. Ayama just stands there and she tells him that she wants him. She then forcibly pulls down his pants and performs oral sex on him.
1: Well, at first he's fighting her and then he's like, you know, wait what a minute, yeah. insists, you know?
0: <laughs> doesn't put up much of a fight. No, but he looks away for a moment. And when he looks back, Asami has turned into his secretary. She reveals that they had sex once and it must have been a mistake is what she says. She feels foolish that it didn't mean anything to him and he apologizes to her. So that this explains a lot. Fucking piece yeah. of shit. Yeah.
1: And it's framed. This is why I say I feel like for most of this film, we're seeing aoyama's reality or his version of what's going on because she seems very weird and like Mm -hmm. awkward and he's super aloof and like okay yeah congratulations whatever like i'm I'm going somewhere no you're an asshole dude Uh because when we see them like earlier in the film they're all like there are several people working in this one room right and then he's got this big office to himself i feel like that's enough to indicate he's the boss yeah so like fuck you dude like even more like already fuck you but like more fuck you uh-huh. because not only did you obviously have sex with this woman right. you're acting you know he's the type of dude that'll show up at work and just be like oh good morning and just yeah. act like nothing like
0: he's don draper
1: he's don <laughs> draper dude like he's a fucking asshole
0: and i i i 100 agree and to me this only hints at a history of using women yes so it's like well we're seeing the secretary now right, right. but how many women has this been yeah. And ma- what happened in those seven years? Right. Yeah. Because oh, before I was even, sympathetic. Right, yeah, right. And
1: even you mentioned that Rie kind of like looks at him for a moment or uh-huh. something.
0: Did you Did fuck you? her too? Yeah. I
1: mean, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I'm <laughs> mad. You piece of Did shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ken's definitely going to oh, call yeah. me scared. You're going to get some. Yeah. Did you <laughs> sleep with her as well?
0: Mister. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the secretary- I've dropped my pen. Yeah. That's how mad you are. But the secretary turns back into Asami, who says that she'll do anything to please him. Asami then turns into his son's girlfriend, and Aoyama tries to push her away.
1: So, okay. (laughs) The whole film I've talked about Aoyama compartmentalizing these Mm -hmm. women. Yes. And so to me, and tell me if you interpreted it differently, Mm -hmm. but- it's almost like in his mind he's like this is a woman in my periphery periphery that i don't have a box for because i don't think shigehiko has been dating or anything right right it was kind of a big deal that he brought a a woman or a girl to the house so she doesn't fit in these boxes she's not washing my clothes she's not cooking for me she's not working for me so his mind's almost like yes and then he's like no yeah you know what i mean
0: because i mean sex
1: No. no right
0: It it I think Or am I
1: just really mad at
0: this (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that makes sense because it seems as though every woman has a use.
1: Exactly. To him. Yeah.
0: And like you said, he has no idea where to even put her, so he's like, Well, I guess she might as well be wait, no, I can't think that. Yeah,
1: no, she's a fucking teenager. Yeah. But it's like a Women are not Swiss army knives. Like, no. They don't only exist to fucking open cans for you or whatever the fuck you do with the Swiss army knife.
0: <laughs> You're like, I've never been I've never in been. the uh, army in Switzerland. <laughs> but as he turns to run, because, yeah, he's, because <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of here. He trips over the large sack that is sat next to Asami's phone. It moves and Aoyama walks closer to it, nudging it with his foot. He kneels down to untie it, but it lurches up on its own, opening up. A man with long hair crawls out. We see he is missing three fingers on his right hand, as well as an ear and both of his feet. He moans an indecipherable cry, and we also see that he's missing his tongue. Our view is obstructed of Asami as we hear her vomiting. She rounds the corner, holding an overflowing dog dish. Flashback to the conversation Aoyama had with the oversharing stranger mm-hmm. <laughs> about body parts being found at that crime scene an extra ear, a tongue, and three fingers.
1: Again, they weren't extra. No, right. he's
0: like, I need those. <laughs> yeah, they, they weren't extra.
1: I have to say, not a lot gets to me. Oh, God. That vomit bowl, I literally was like, yeah, me too. Covering <laughs> part of the screen, I it was so I fucking disgusting. And I read on IMDb. I don't know if this is true or not, but they said that that was really her vomit. That she's a method actress and she insisted on vomiting into the bowl. I don't know. I didn't write it. I just read uh, it on IMDb.
0: We have a lot of fun here at Podmore. Don't <laughs> my- <laughs> But that might be the worst thing I've ever heard. And I, I gotta be honest with you, considering that she was a model before she became an actress, I don't think her first role she's gonna be a method actress. So I'm gonna I, choose I'm gonna choose not to believe that. That's right. true. It's even
1: like, you know, if you scroll all the way to the bottom in the trivia and it's like spoilers, like it's yeah. even like listen, this is gonna give something away, but well, like
0: yeah. I can't. I refuse. My brain will not allow me to believe that. I'll join you. <laughs> But Asami sets the dog dish down in front of the man who laps it up greedily. Asami turns into herself as a child and pets the man's back as he continues to eat. He says it's yummy.
2: Right. I'm going to fucking up. <laughs> Well, unlike you guys not watching, I did. And he has a tongue for a second. Well, <laughs> so you were watching Wait, watching. So
0: you're telling me he wasn't a method actor? <laughs> no, he did he's not like, cut yeah, his
3: I'm tongue
0: off. <laughs> but I, I do want to point out it's not explicitly stated, and there's a little confusion here. But the actor who plays the man in the bag is named Rin Osugi, and he's credited as Shimada, although yeah. it would make a lot more sense if he was credited as Mr. Shibata the music industry person who disappeared because Shimada was the name of the person who ran the ballet academy.
3: Oh, uh, fuck, okay.
1: you're right. I always right. thought he was the the music guy. Yeah,
0: I, I assumed that was obvious, but when the credits say Shimada, I was like, I think you guys fucked up. Okay, so... IMDB. <laughs>
1: hang on. Let me... Help me piece this together very quickly. Okay. So the owner of the Stonefish was a woman. Yes. And she was involved with a music producer, right? Mm-hmm,
0: Mr. Shimada. So... Mm-hmm.
1: Because in the novel, they mention him kind of being a womanizer because he's, nobody knows where he's at. And they're right. like, oh, he was, you know, nasty. He used women, whatever. He probably just took off. Or mm-hmm. some, somebody's man got mad or something. Mm-hmm. So are we to believe here that he was involved with Asami? He was cheating on Asami with the stonefish owner?
0: Yes, that's what I believe.
1: And then Asami's like, oh, oh no. hell no? Right.
0: And okay. then so she kills the owner... And then she's like, oh, you want him so bad? Here's three fingers and here and a...
1: Right, and a (laughs) tongue. And And then she's like, and now you get in the bag. Yeah. (laughs) Just making sure I got it.
0: That's one way to deal with it.
1: Get in the
3: bag. (laughs) Get
0: in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of bad breakups, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yikes.
0: But she reminds Oyama that he said he'll only love her as he falls to the floor. In the dark room behind him, the old man in the wheelchair, who I think we all agree is Asami's stepfather, right? Yeah, just appears. He stands up, inching closer to Asami on his prosthetic feet. He falls to his knees with the metal chopsticks in hand, pleading with Asami to dance for him. We see flashbacks of her dancing ballet. In the pale blue light of the studio, an adult Asami sinks to the floor as her stepfather crawls toward her and burns her inner thigh with the metal chopsticks. In the studio, we see the old man playing piano as Asami sneaks up behind him with a wire saw. She wraps it around his throat, telling him that it cuts through bone very easily before tightening it. Blood pours around his neck as he tells her she's wonderful. She replies that she never felt unhappy because she never stopped being unhappy. That is that gave me chills. Yeah. It's the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Because it's so normal, you mm-hmm. can't even call it unhappiness. Because that's your regular. It's right.
1: just, yeah, you're normal.
0: Goddamn. And so I, I do want to say, at this point, I am... Good for her? Yeah. yeah. I'm fucking... <laughs> I'm, I'm Lucille Bluth. <laughs> yeah. Like I, Good for I, her. I feel a lot of sympathy for Asami. Granted, the actions she takes are not entirely excusable. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to talk about that dog dish, but... I I just, I do feel bad for her a lot.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to say that everything she does later on is warranted, but Mm -hmm. I mean, this dude deserved not to have a head anymore.
0: I think that it's what's best for society. (laughs) (laughs) But through various shots and repeated lines, we see Ryoku staring out of her hospital window, Rie making it sweet with someone at the bottom of the stairs, and Aoyama sat in the audition room. I don't know who Rie was banging.
1: It looked from <laughs> <Banging>? <laughs> from the hair, and maybe I'm just. This was a fucking fever dream. To yes, because right. I had an um, idea,
0: and if it's the same, that's is really- it
1: the man in the bag? Ew, no, that's what I thought no. from no. His hair.
0: He, the man in the bag, looked like old boy. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was banging Shigeko. Ew. Because his hair looked like his hair, but I couldn't tell. Yeah, it just,
1: I... it looked long. Shiga Hiko's hair was lighter than that.
0: Maybe I was just confused. <laughs> I thought it was the
1: man in the bag because he's the only man that I've seen with long hair.
0: But was the hair that long?
1: Yeah, it was I think I I'm I it, feel uh, like I'm Aoyama and I'm yeah, all was, fucked up. Yeah. Now. My question um is can, do you guys think that they did something, him and Rie?
2: Yes. Okay, me I too. do. I don't know. I don't think I don't he would know. be I
1: don't it's like maybe that on the stairs or whatever that's where they had a situation and now they just don't talk about it or Maybe. I mean, I don't think I mean I don't know. But that but, you know, he had that split second of something in his mind almost happening with the teenage girl and right. that never happened, so uh-huh. maybe not, but I think yes cuz I don't like Aoyama. <laughs> well, and no. He kind of likes um what did you say? Making it sweet <laughs> with, <Yeah. laughs> with women that he sees as subservient to him. Right, right. So,
0: it's kind of, again, it fits. power dynamic. Gross. He's sick. But speaking of fucking fever dream, the bartender from his first meeting with Yoshikawa shakes a martini shaker behind Asami as she continues to saw through her stepfather's throat. He was not there. He,
1: was, <laughs> he wasn't there. But He was there. That dude was shaking. Yeah, that no shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: going to be Put a good drink.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... The old man's decapitated head falls onto the piano with a dissonant thud tumbling to the floor and we once again watch Aoyama collapse to the ground from his drugged booze in his living room.
2: What a sequence. Okay, but none of this really happened, right?
0: Now, the difficulty I have here is there would be no way for Aoyama to know any of this. The way that I kind of made it make sense in my mind is that as he's drugged and laying on the floor... Asami is telling him. Okay. Pieces of it. This is what uh. John
1: Paul told me that broke the movie for me. Okay. Because I was like, no, it really happened. And he's like, but he was dreaming. And I'm like, no, it happened. And then I walked away and was like, Shit. hold no, on. W- well, but-, but as we were sitting here talking, that occurred to me. Okay. That as he's drugged, she's telling him, you know what? Actually, no, my family isn't normal. I was abused. She's telling him this as he's drugged and his mind is,
0: he's trying to make sense of it. it. That's why you see the bartender. Cause it's like weird shit from his memories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he's also trying to imagine what the fuck any of this is from what she's saying. And so it's all kind of colliding. Every, mm-hmm. Every other
1: time I've watched it, this is just Miki finding a very interesting way to tell the audience what right, Asami right, right. is all about Yeah, through Aoyama. But he would, like you said, he wouldn't know he that. He wouldn't be yeah. there. So
0: I think that's, that's the way how I, I'm gonna take well, it. Yeah. The is, way- you're
1: right; it is a dream. Right. But yeah. the aspects that he wouldn't know because the whole like my brain's been fucked up all day ever since she said that to <laughs> me. To be honest, and as we're going through the film, I'm like, but how would he know about the bag? Like uh-huh. he wouldn't know. We know that the bag's are real
2: because we saw it. That isn't in a dream. Well, so that's the but, only way to. But all this is only happening in the dream. Yeah. The bag is a representation of her baggage. That's why we don't see it when we see it with her and whatever, but we don't see the guy come out. It could be. And I get all that, you know, and and, uh, to me, I took it as like, he's putting, he's piecing this together Uh behind all the details he's just found out. Everything he's found out, everything he's seen, he's like, oh shit, I fucked up. Oh, well, yeah. And he's just (laughs) kind of like, this is his mind trying to work out and making a scenario or trying to answer and fill in all the blanks of what happened. Mm -hmm. Who is this girl? This is what happened. And this is, you know, where she's... And he's just like, this. something's wrong.
0: I agree with that. I think my only thing is that there is imagery that is too specific.
2: No, I I, I Without, get that. You know. But I just don't see that girl sitting there on the floor with her legs crossed giving well, them the dirty. On I arms do. And,
0: well in I, all in all fairness, I, I, I mean she, Yeah,
2: okay, but that was a long time.
0: But she did tell so, <laughs> She did tell him in the novel all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Minus see? the minus the murder and the bag. But
2: but, minus the the, bag. but the murder he found out from the guy, and it was right. only gruesome because He was seeing it, he was imagining it. Uh huh. So that's why I was like, well, he just, he's just, this is just his mind trying to answer shit he has, he doesn't have the answers to.
1: I honestly feel like it could be, and uh, that's what that's what's so interesting watching this movie this time is I had such a sure thought of what this movie was <laughs> and what it meant, and this time I'm like, you know what no, that's none of that is right, right, so you could be right in my mind, she has a man She's, in the back, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only way for me to explain what's happening here is i think she did drug him right and right. she's like while you're laying there let me tell you what's really fucking <laughs> yeah. going on or
2: tell you what really <laughs> happened
1: <laughs> and his mind is all like right, right. his mind is digesting it while also being drugged and while also you know superimposing his yeah. own fucking right, right, baggage that's
0: right. why that's why you're seeing ryoku that's why you're seeing things that she wasn't there for like that bartender mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of his mind piecing it all together, but also hearing what's being told to him. That's the way all I right. perceive no, it. No, no, no. Yeah, I, but I, Not at all saying that you're wrong, no, because no, I think I that... No, I just
2: felt... I was like, man, I was like, what? Because I remember when we did watch it before, uh-huh. I thought... A lot of what he was seeing, I was like, "Oh shit, she's doing this," or "This yeah, is what yeah. happened." Yes. And then watching it this time, I was like, "That didn't even happen." I the was ol- like, "What?"
0: The only thing that gave me pause was seeing her decapitate the old man. Yeah, yeah we because saw him she would have, she would have had to have killed him today. Yeah, right that's the only you know maybe
1: she's just done and she's and, like and yeah. honestly
0: it could be because she's already coming back for his ass right yeah
1: i got him and i'm gonna get you too yeah but yeah i will say that you broke my brain with it being a <laughs> dream because all the times i've seen this and as fucking weird and crazy like i said at the beginning this was a movie where i would show my friends right you want to see some freaky shit yeah. <laughs> i've seen this so several times Uh it was never a dream to me ever (laughs) no see i thought that because when you said that i'm sure you remember i was quite dismissive no it wasn't (laughs) no that really happened
0: like god damn it now
1: i'm like it just kept i i think of the old dane cook joke where he says your girlfriend says something and then it rolls off and then later it just fucking (laughs) hits you that's what it was i was like whatever wait (laughs) fuck it was a dream yeah i Takashi. Mike confirmed that one thing is absolutely real because this whole last bit is so fucking bananas right and i'll tell you a- after right right but mm. there's only one thing that he said for sure is real everything okay. else basically that i could find anyway
0: right
2: obviously
1: i don't read japanese right <laughs> everything else is up to interpretation okay so please continue
0: all right now but before we move on dane cook
3: i know <laughs>
1: you know
0: <laughs> i'm wow. sorry no, that's
1: all you got. i really liked dane cook when i was a teenager
0: <laughs> i think you
1: did you were watching the specials with me
0: yeah, so i was, I was I laughing liked <laughs> to cook
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was Bro. laughing
0: nah anyway <laughs> he stole jokes he did a lot of them <laughs> but Asami walks into the room wearing a leather apron and long leather gloves. Now, this to me is where I wanted to bring up her wearing all white uh-huh. mm-hmm. because now everything is completely shifted. Right. She puts black on top of that oh, white. yeah. Yeah. And she's like, this is who I really am.
1: So what do you think the red was then? Transition. Okay.
0: I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you answered so fast. I, and I answered monotone because I was scared. Transition. I didn't I'd
2: expect she's, to be asked. She's attracting her prey. Yeah. Getting, um, the-
0: yeah, the bull. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're getting to the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we'll it might take us a while but, yes. we'll get
0: there. <laughs> but this is the one part that I can't forgive. She's also murdered Gangu.
2: Yeah. yeah, I that was the top of my list. Poor dog. Yeah, he didn't deserve anything. No. In the
1: novel, she does Dude. it in front of him oh. and, and in front of Aoyama. And way it's Way
2: more graphic.
1: Bad. It's really bad. And I will say dog
0: something. Didn't need that? No, no. Something very hilarious from the novel. The author compares <laughs> gangsta's corpse to that of a beanie baby. Oh, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this was written in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> but. Asami retrieves items from her bag, and after filling a syringe, crouches down at Ayama's head.
1: That's a really iconic shot of her holding that syringe. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like, on everything. It is.
0: But she grabs his tongue and stabs the needle into it, uh. injecting him with a paralyzing agent. She says he'll be completely paralyzed, but his nerves will remain alive. She rolls him over, spreading out a sheet, then rolls him back on top of it. She then snags a pair of scissors and cuts his sweater off.
1: She's clearly done this before.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. She's a pro. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like down to a science. Mm -hmm.
0: She tells him he invites girls to the audition, rejects them, then calls them later for sex. She says they're all the same. After unbuttoning his shirt, she grabs a stash of very long needles and gauze. She politely cleans the area before plunging the needles into his abdomen. He launches up in pain involuntarily as she leans closer to relish it. In a sing-songy way, she says deeper, deeper as she jabs him with more needles.
1: I saw in that interview with her that her and Mike came up with that that day. Oh, shit. The way she... They came up with that
0: that day. I love it so much.
1: Yeah, because he's like, you don't want to just... like You still need to be cute. That's what makes it scary kind of and funny, I Uh guess.
0: There is and, a little, there's some, it's like a dark comedy about it. right? Because her stabbing him with the needles and going
1: kitty kitty kitty, yeah. kitty that's kind of yeah, funny. But it's not. But it's really <laughs> not though.
0: <But> <laughs> she, I remember seeing that she said people would say that to her on the street. I'm sure yeah. they would. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But she tells Ayama that words lie, but pain doesn't. When you're in pain, you see yourself clearly. We get a shot of his abdomen, dozens of needles poking out of it, and blood surrounding the puncture sites. She slides up his abdomen, Oof. wrenching the needles as she does. That Ooh. made me cringe. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, Ugh. come
0: on. But she's now face to face with him, and she readies another needle. With a sick grin, she plunges three into his lower eyelids. She flicks them with a heavily metallic sound and tells him pain and suffering make you realize who you are.
1: Thanks, I hate it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the sound
1: it makes yeah. and the oh, view God. that we have of her, almost like we're Aoyama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ugh.
0: It's, it's, it's a so lot. so bad. And this is the absolute shift of the power dynamic. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He could not have less power. Literally no. But she then readies the wire saw asking him about his son and saying once he suffers, Aoyama will understand more clearly. He begs her not to hurt him, but she says, see, you love him. You told me you'd only love me.
1: And correct me if I'm wrong, but I took it as that's what set her off in the book. Yes. Because we get this, as I said, quite explicit (laughs) flesh scene, okay? Uh, And then he wakes up just like the film. Yeah. And she's gone and he's trying to piece back what happened and he remembers telling her i have a son right and that's what that's what she's like oh so like you literally promised to only love me but right. you love this little motherfucker too uh-huh and that's what sets her off but here i feel like she was just like
2: yeah I don't know. Dude. I get her need for love. Of course. I feel the same way. Uh-huh. Just love me. <laughs> but you're going about it the wrong way. Yes,
0: this is not going to make him.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: Now, one thing I will say is that Takashi Mike kind of hinted at her past, and he said that to her, love and torture are intertwined. Well, that's all she's known. And so this is kind of her way of showing him how much she loves him.
1: That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's also commentary, I feel like, in the book about because, like we said, she tells him, you know, what she had been through Mm -hmm. for real, not, you know, not in a dream or as he's drugged or however you want to interpret that. Mm -hmm. But she tells him for real when they're on the date. And he's kind of like, oh, so you get shit because you've been through shit. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's almost this messaging of you have to hurt to you know be alive or have knowledge or, right, or right. get life or whatever mm-hmm. like it's almost like a, a rite of passage you have to feel pain to be worthy almost right, right. and so well, that's, that's that's what
0: attracted him to her in the first yeah, place yeah
1: you had something you loved ripped away from you guess what me too yeah. you know <laughs> so it's like i don't This just this weird messaging so maybe you're right you you haven't suffered enough but you're about to though uh-huh. yeah. i mean i don't know
0: But she says that even if she gives herself entirely to him, he could never do the same for her. Tightening a shackle around his ankle, she tells him that he can't go anywhere without his feet. She stretches the wire saw, telling him it cuts through bone easily, just like from the dream sequence. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: I love how she does a little infomercial for the wire (laughs) every time
0: she uses it. And if you act now. (laughs) But wait, there's more. (laughs) But he begs for her to stop, and she cinches the saw around his ankle. She twists the saw left and right joyously, and we flash back to her stepfather watching her dance ballet, masturbating feverishly.
1: Again, he he got what he had coming. Yeah.
0: Yes, he did. Now, again, this moment when you intercut these two scenes together, it's, in my mind, the marriage of both of them in her head.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I don't know any other way to...
1: No, I I mean, yeah, how else can you take that?
0: Yeah, and it's also, and it's way less, good Lord, I swear to God, in the book, Mm -hmm. they fucking spell everything out for you like you're in freshman psych. (laughs) (laughs) But it's clear that she's cutting off his feet because it resembles her stepfather. Right. In the book, they're like, Aoyama thought, I bet this is why. And I'm like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> but blood pours from Aoyama's foot as the saw cuts through the bone, detaching it completely.
1: It looked really good. Oh, it yeah. looked great. Oh, yeah.
0: I was so amazed by it. But she smiles at a job well done, throwing his foot at a nearby window, leaving a streak of blood. I have to call out the sound design... You just said the effects, but both yeah. the marriage of both. Yeah. It's incredible. I, I love this so much. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. But she cinches the saw around his other foot and begins to saw away, stopping only when she hears Shigehiko enter the house, calling out for his father. She grabs Mace from her bag and retreats from the room. Shigeiko says his friend got sick and they had to call an ambulance. It was a whole thing. He glosses over that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that
1: is crazy, man. Yeah. Sounds
0: very important, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. But Aoyama tries to move and get up to warn his son, but Shigeiko enters the room and finds his father on the ground. Stunned, he asks what happened. Behind him, we see the kitchen door open slowly as Asami sprays the mace. Just then, Aoyama wakes up in the hotel room with Asami sleeping by his side. He catches his breath and with fear in his eyes, tears the blanket off of his legs to reveal that his feet are still there. Filled with relief, he splashes his face with cold water in the bathroom.
1: So I have a question.
0: Okay. Yeah. If
1: this were a dream, all right. of it, all of it, Uh huh. and you're still in the hotel room with her, she never left, y'all just showed each other the flesh and went to bed. <laughs> do you stay with her after dreaming this?
2: No. I I say no. No, there's no way. Well, I mean, we can see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to cut my feet off. <laughs> Even in a
0: dream? You remember a fucking Mr. White? In a dream, you better yeah, wake, wake up uh, and apologize. Shit. In
1: my mind, I just had a premonition, and yeah. it was oh, no, very yeah. nice to know you, but goodbye. Yeah.
0: I'm going to be like, I'm going to need to see your apartment <laughs> if I find <laughs> one <laughs> fucking <you> bag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Is that a trash bag? Nope. That's it. No. Yeah, this no. isn't going to work. We're no. fucking done, son. But... <laughs>
0: After he washes his face, he's like, what the fuck? Like he's trying to (laughs) process it all. He turns to see Asami waiting for him in the doorframe and she asks him if he's okay. He says that he is and they return to bed together. Lying next to each other, she tells him that she's decided to accept his proposal. He's like, proposal? Yeah. She holds him close and asks if she's allowed to be happy. She says out of all the girls who went to the audition, she's the luckiest. She may not be the heroine of the film, but she is one in real life. And Aoyama drifts off to sleep.
1: Well, he makes the I've made a huge mistake face. <laughs> yeah. And then he drifts off to That's sleep. That's
0: fair. He did. But this is when his illusion gets shattered because he hears Asami say deeper, deeper.
1: I was out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's all I thought. I swear. <laughs> it's not fair. No, it's not.
1: You know what? Maybe it's a little fair. Yeah, because I still fucking kind of hate yeah, this dude. Yeah, no, know. He's a piece of shit. But I don't know if he deserves to be tortured and his son attacked and right i
0: I, I feel like (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like the extent again an appropriate response asami right
1: right Right. too far too
0: far too scary carl (laughs) (laughs) but he wakes up back in reality on the floor of his living room needles still protruding out of him and his foot sawed off Shikiiko turns around to meet Asami's mace being sprayed at him, and he narrowly avoids it, falling to the floor and asking who she is. He runs upstairs, falling down, and she follows him up there. She sprays the mace into his face, and he instinctively and defensively kicks her, which sends her flying down the stairs. Now... This was kind of hilarious.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was only funny because
0: she flew three times. Yeah. yeah. She fucking yeah. launched the he shit out did. of her. She's got a little ballerina in her <laughs> head. <laughs> but yeah, it was the third. By the third time, I was like, instant replay. Yeah, I was like, God <laughs> goddamn. Interesting.
2: <laughs> fucking kill cam. <camera>. was <laughs> like, Damn, dude.
0: <laughs> but Asami lands at the bottom of the stairs in a heap. Shigehiko looks down at her, and her broken neck rattles as she struggles to breathe. Shigehiko checks on his father, who, from his view, sees Asami's dying body staring at him and reaching out to him. Shigehiko calls the police and requests an ambulance immediately for his father and Asami. He explains his father's injuries to the dispatcher as Aoyama makes eye contact with Asami. Asami softly repeats what she told him on their date. "'I thought you were busy. I don't understand your business.' You may think I'm a clingy sort of woman, but I've been waiting and waiting for your call. Aoyama begins to sob as Asami says, I thought I'd never see you again. Soft Piano begins to play as she tells him she can't stop smiling because she's so happy. She's been alone all her life with no one to talk to. She's never met anyone like him who understands and accepts her. Aoyama's words echo, It'll be hard to get over, but you'll find life is wonderful one day. That's why we carry on with our lives. In the final shot of the film, young Asami sits on the floor and ties the ribbon of her ballet shoes. We fade to black and the credits roll. So what did you guys think of Audition? What a bitch.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I anticipated. She was just no. sitting there just
2: like, I was fooling you the whole so time. So is that how
1: you took it? Yeah. Okay, and every other time that I've watched it, in my mind, he's remembering her saying that and he's still like,
2: Damn, like, I wish, you know, we could have have made it work. Oh, no, I took it as her, like, like, I played the shit out of
0: you. (laughs) I feel like it's almost as if he was auditioning for her and didn't even know it. Yikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I got to tell you, to be honest, man, seeing that shot of her tying her ballet shoes almost brought a tear to my eye (laughs) because it's like, God damn, dude, she found something that gave her an escape from this hell. Right. And it got taken away from her. And then really society created the monster that she became. Yeah. I don't, I'm not saying she's blameless because she did a lot of (laughs) fucked up shit.
1: No, but in nature versus nurture, this was definitely nurture. Yes. Yeah.
0: It was outside factors that turned her into this and her way of responding to it may have not been conditional, but (laughs) no, I just, I feel, and this is the thing is that, and I know I asked you guys what you thought of it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I think about it. <laughs> uh, let me just say this and then I'll let you guys go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for the first time watching this film, I see her as way more of a sympathetic character than I see Aoyama.
1: Oh, yeah. Well This is my first time watching it and not being like, that poor man. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um... I liked the movie. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I... I i did like the movie my the only thing like i like i know i said earlier it just it kind of dragged for me this time Mm. you know what i mean and and i guess it was like you said i kind of already know what's coming so it's like i'm just waiting for that yeah it's like come on come on (laughs) i think it was an hour 27 before shit just kind of hit the fan and then that sounds about right and then the rest of it is the shit.
0: I think uh, like forty something minutes in is when we see the bag move, but that's the right.
2: first bit but, of yeah. like actual the first horror. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then that's it mm-hmm. for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, I do, I, I do enjoy the movie, and I did enjoy it, and I know I hope I don't get too much hate. I wouldn't say I'd put it in like my rotation, but uh-huh. visiting it, you know what I mean, over some time, yeah, you know what I mean. But I don't know if it's something I'd throw. I guess it's because of that, the slow burn. And then it's like everything's just bam. And uh-huh. then it's like, all right, now we're done.
1: I don't know that it's a movie that needs to be watched okay. over and over and over. Well. To, to be fair.
0: I could see this falling into the category of people only watching it once. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And I would understand, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, no. Yeah. Never it Yeah. <laughs> The one thing that I had said that I found Takashi Miike said was mm-hmm. real was oh, yeah. the torture. Oh, okay. So I guess he didn't really confirm or deny about the dream sequence right. or whatever. But he did say that when he snaps back and he's being fucking tortured, that's 100% happening. Well, yeah. Because a lot of people think that he went to bed in the hotel room and this he's dreaming the whole back no. half of the film. A I, lot of people I think that. I don't. I also read some really interesting theories about, you know, kind of backing up the theory that none of the ending really happened was Aoyama confronting the heroine that he wrote Uh and her turning into a villain and him kind of, again... Making her subservient to him by basically killing him, See, killing but, her.
0: Excuse me. But in reality, Ayama didn't write this.
1: Right. I'm just telling okay. you. <laughs> I, I went down some Reddit <laughs> rabbit holes, man. After oh, I got John you. Paul fucked my head up, yeah. <laughs> saying that it was a dream. But um, the question was, do I like it? And I, I do. You. <laughs> yeah. I do like this movie still. And I think that there's something special to be said about a film that I've seen this many times, and I'm still
2: like. I've watched this wrong yeah. like fifteen times. Oh no, yeah. I I think that too not that it hurt hurt it, but like you saying we find out that he's really just, you know what I mean, a piece of shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know he what is. I mean? Yeah. He's still living and looking in the old ways and he's trying to you know what I mean? And It's like, do I feel bad for you, or do Mm -hmm. I like for your? I mean, I feel bad for the dog. The dog didn't deserve that. and the sun. Well, you know, it just it was just kind of like, I don't. You know, I don't want to feel bad for this guy. You know, (laughs) we haven't seen any of the things that he's done. We're kind of hinted at, like you said, with the secretary Uh and maybe the housekeeper or whatever. Uh But I mean. You're, she's like, you do this all the time. It's like, well, we don't know that. But maybe he does though. But we don't know that.
0: That's kind of where I got the idea that maybe she was scouting him. Right. Maybe because she's like, you're all the same. You okay. call girls See, that would like,
2: you know, that I, would make it more sense. It don't feels treat like women that. badly. No, well, no, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> something we can I, all that's agree. Yeah, about. What I'm yeah. yeah.
1: I read, um, and I thought this was interesting because I feel like it would be the opposite if this were an American film. Hmm. I read that Mickey wanted to end the film before the torture started, hmm. that it was to be implied and then just kind of cut off. Okay. But the producers told him to man up. Holy and shit. And if you're going to do it, do it. Right. He was like, all right. Well. No. I feel like an American film, they'd be like, maybe we should pull back on that a little bit. Oh. You know, so I kind of like that they made him because- I feel like the word of mouth of the back end of this movie it right. is going to make, or it has made. it's a yeah. fucking 20 year old film, right. <laughs> it has made people, more people watch it. And I right. feel like this is a movie that should be watched. Oh yeah. Even if you only watch it that one time. And even if you have a different interpretation of it, mm-hmm. as obviously you can, which yeah, was, yeah. you know Blows what? Blows my mind. But um, yes, I like
0: this film. Very right. good. <laughs> <laughs> But that does kind of bring me to my question before we get to ratings uh, that I brought up earlier, where we have kind of two sides of the aisle here, where some people call this the greatest feminist horror film of all time, and others say it's a misogynistic piece of shit. So, <laughs> I mean, where do we where do we land there? I know which side I land on, but I'm interested in yours. Yes. To what? Yeah. It's both.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that because him and yoshikawa are both misogynistic Uh and but that's flipped on its head by this woman being like no fuck that Uh right so and you know of course the fucking pedo stepfather and all that shit but i I, for that reason i would have to land on the feminist side of the coin there is misogyny in this film but it's not a misogynistic film if that makes sense
0: yeah i think i agree i'll elaborate more but i want to hear what jp thanks Yes. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Both. Uh, Man, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. When I, like, I like when you guys come in and you feed me this information. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, like this movie, I didn't even look at it like that. Uh Uh-huh. Like, at all. I was just like, like I said, I'm like, man, the way I came into it, like I said, I was like, these guys are jerks. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I don't understand where you were going with this, or this is the way you, that everyday men, is this what's going on over there? Or do you know, you know, do you know people like this? Or is this like some kind of stereotype that, you know, directors and producers get or what, you know, Uh it's like you got what you deserve, dude. If Mm -hmm. this is what you're doing (laughs) to women, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're It's like, come on, dude. Maybe you didn't deserve to get your feet cut off, but, <laughs> you know, come on, stop that. Mm-hmm. And then for her, too, like you've been saying, you take it a bit too far. You know what I <laughs> mean? I, I get <laughs> it. A little yeah. bit. Reel it in just yeah. a little bit. I mean, I get she's getting her revenge, but she still died. Yeah. So, I mean, what? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of sad to me personally. Yeah. yeah.
1: Good- she needed help.
0: Yeah. And yeah. she was,
1: everyone failed her. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny even saying that because the way I've always watched this film, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, uh-huh. she's crazy. <laughs> now I'm like, no. Y'all did that to her. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you Aoyama were a part of that world that did that to her.
0: I think that's exactly where I get the idea that it is a feminist film. Yeah. Because you are presenting misogyny mm-hmm. through those characters, but it's not anything that's being rewarded. Right. No. <laughs> like Quite the opposite. Yeah. And it's really setting up a very sympathetic woman that you watch, you're like, "No, society fucking did this to her." Yeah. Right. You know, and I know it does center around, I guess, a woman kind of losing it over a man. I, but at the same time, for me, it's like, who had the power there? She fucking turned that shit on its head. Yeah. yeah. And I I mean, I don't know. I I think it's an interesting conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes it takes a lot of the fun out of films. Yeah, <laughs> It
1: definitely can. But I also feel like Takashi Miike always had the messaging there, and I just wasn't old enough or not even speaking in terms of age, but mature enough no, to uh, understand. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, God damn, yeah. this is a whole other movie.
0: Yeah. And I think again about revisiting films when you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have an entirely different perspective on yeah, this. And
1: it's funny because I'm always like, yeah, I love audition, man. That movie's crazy. <laughs> da, 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 da. And I still love it, but for completely different reasons now. And yeah. so that's just, that's, it's just, Watch movies you haven't seen in a long time because <laughs> holy shit.
0: Long story short. Yes. But I guess that brings us to ratings. Now, I always liked this film, but this time I truly realized I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's such a complex film and it doesn't get the credit for its complexity because mm-hmm. you have characters that are both very flawed. Right. And in their own ways, in their own values, sympathetic.
1: Yeah. But all you get is man she cuts his fucking foot yeah. off
0: man <laughs> I and I again I, one thing I do want to point out is I think the film is incredibly nihilistic because he. This whole thing started because he had hope of finding love. You're yeah, right. and this is where that shit leaded. you thought leaded, led.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think all of our brains yeah, are dying right. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate it doesn't hold your hand like the novel does <laughs> regarding like Asami's reasoning mm-hmm. behind everything. Uh, I think the ideas it presents in the dynamics are very interesting and worthy of debate depending on whatever side you land on. Right. right. But I can't say enough about a Sheena. I think she created such an interesting character.
1: Absolutely. And for somebody who had never acted before, yeah. that's
0: unbelievable. But uh, I'll go on and on and on. So I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say out of 10 eyelid needles, I am going to give audition 9.5 out of 10 eyelid needles. I know this movie is not perfect, so I'm taking off the point 0.5 there. Right. <laughs> I just feel like there is such an interesting message in this, and it rewards you on a rewatch.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And I feel like, I don't know, it's just so iconic, a lot of the scenes. It's mm-hmm. nice to see. Uh, well, I guess it's not nice to see what Asami does to him, but.
1: i <laughs> 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 love to see
0: it. It's nice to see her take the power back. How about that? Right. For sure. But uh, I will now open the floor to you.
2: All right. I do want to start off by saying I do really, really like this movie. And Mm -hmm. as I stated before, if you haven't seen it, watch it. You know what I mean? Go check it out. Uh, Watch it a couple of times so you you can kind of see everything and figure out and catch things you didn't miss, whatever. But like I said, for me, watching it again now, you know, understanding more, getting Uh to see it, I'm like... The run, um, I'm sorry, but the hour 27 for anything <laughs> like really to pop off was a big. I was like, I was like, oh, but again, it leads to you want to see the ending. Like it's like, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. You you know it's a good movie, but you're just the anticipation. You're just sitting there like, come on, come on, all right, all right. I don't need to see all this. Let's, you know what I mean. And then you're just kind of sitting there. I think, and I'm not saying I love the movie, and I was pretty tired from work. But I think (laughs) your sister even woke me up one time. I
1: did because (laughs) he was sitting
2: there, and I was like. God damn it.
1: Looked back and his eyes were closed. And I was like, you're supposed to be working. Well,
2: <laughs> I just came from work. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's kind of all I was waiting for. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, kind of dampered it for me. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really just want to see the end. And then finding out um, this whole time, like your sister said, I'm like, oh, man, poor dude. And he didn't deserve any of that shit. And then I'm watching it now. I'm like, oh, no, you're a scumbag. <laughs> you were I'm duped. Like, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, no, you're you know what I mean? I was uh-huh. like, you just got what was coming to you. And I was like, man. So it, it, it did kind of. I'm not going to lie. I kind of hurt it a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I kind of just I don't know if I did it to myself or you know what I mean? I just kind of like, oh, man. But I do recommend the movie to anybody. Mm-hmm. Anyone who hasn't seen it, go watch it. You know what I mean? Like I said, check it out a couple of times. Um, I can't go as high as that. That's fine. <laughs> but I do like the movie. And like I said, I, I, I and, and you might be right. It might be one we have to revisit after some good time has passed. Right. Mm-hmm. But for me, audition, I'm going to have to give... In eight point five eyelid needles out of ten, very respectable. Like I said, I totally do, I do yeah. like the movie. I really do. But like I said, seeing it now, I'm like, ah, <laughs> you're not what I thought you were, uh-huh. you You know? feel duped. You do. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna be completely
1: honest. I came to the table with a nine. Okay. And I was like, I have my opinions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is what a surprise.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have my thoughts i have my opinions i have a whole new appreciation for this film Mm -hmm. and again to be completely honest when we all got together to record we were like this this is a pretty straightforward story yeah this is our (laughs) last few episodes have been quite lengthy and we were all sure that this was not going to be right and here we are (laughs) so i (laughs) i Had more opinions than I thought. And I had more to say than I thought. And again, I appreciate this film in an entirely different way Mm -hmm. than, you know, however, 14, 15-year-old me the first time I saw it and 20-year-old me Mm -hmm. and 25-year-old me. Every other time I've seen this film, it's been a different film. Right. So that makes me honestly I can't give it a 10 even though I want to yeah so I'm gonna have to agree with you and do a 9.5 because just having the conversation and really sometimes I don't know what I think until I start talking and <laughs> right. then I, I'm letting me know while I'm letting right. you
0: guys know let's talk it so, out
1: <laughs> um Yeah, it's not perfect, so I'm not going to give it a 10, but I do want to bump it up more than the Mm 9 that I came with, because I had a lot to say, uh, and I surprised me, too. (laughs) 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 On a scale from 1 to 10, eyelid needles, I'm also going to give Audition a 9.5. All right. This is a really important film Mm -hmm. for reasons that I've never fully appreciated. Right. And if y'all watched it differently or if you think that we're fucking crazy, let (laughs) us know because I feel like you could totally watch this and get a completely, I did myself, get a completely different narrative, honestly. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I'll stop talking for once. (laughs) 9.5 audition. If you haven't watched in a while, fucking watch it again because... Wow,
0: yeah, a hundred percent. and I n- I do know people who flat out hate this film. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you guys just you let us know where you land. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from us at Pod Mortem. What would you rate audition and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Travis MWH at Blood and Smoke and at real streeter eighty four. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special thank you to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, no matter who they are, people have value outside of what they can do for you. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned. We want to give a very special shout out to all of our Wendigo Getter patrons.
3: Woo! Woo!
0: <laughs> Special thank you to Chris Antaveras, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, Melanie Van Huesden, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M, Jordan Nash, Kent and Allison O'Morton, Guy Fifty Four, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers, ATX, Mandy, Jennifer Perez, Pepperoni Pierre, Jacob Tyler, Carissa, T.J. Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, Spooky Mom. Andy Teague, and Applin Ontiveris. Thank you all so much.
1: Thank you. Thank thank you. Sorry for yelling for the past two hours. I
0: think it's fine. So I want to thank all of you on behalf of the group, and I hope we passed our audition. (laughs) (laughs) Like the film. Yes. Respect women. Please. Or else. Mm -hmm. We're going to hurt people. (laughs) (laughs) Until next
3: time.